yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. And we are here to talk craps. It is Grapsity. It is Saturday, November 20th, 2021. And I'm Will Washington, but I'm not alone here because it's been a while since he's hollered from the town mess around. It's Righteous Reg, and he's got hey, you down. Hey, what's up, bro? We out here. It's Double R, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite <laughs> ranter. We out here, baby. Let's go. And there's also, uh, I suppose, my enemy from last night. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't know how this is going to start. <laughs> Nuggets and the Bulls went at it last night. So. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, no, it's man. Mr. Philip Lindsay. Yeah, Will wasn't in the house last night, so uh, those Nuggets... Uh, <laughs> Nuggets had to take that L, man. Well, See? you know, to be fair, Jokic also wasn't Yo- in the house, but Jokic uh, had an injured wrist, and like damn. the fact that it was that close without Jokic. Nah, man. Two nah, Nuggets man. MVPs wasn't out there. That's what happened. Nah, man. Levine's in the contract year, man. Stop, stop playing with him when he's in album mode, man. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Levine said, "Yo, I ain't playing with y'all." Yeah, yeah. It was a tough week as a Nuggets fan because I believe they lost. I believe. What am I talking about? I know they did. Uh, they lost all three. <laughs> uh, they lost all three games this week. Um, so. That was tough because there was they went out for a five game winning streak and then lost the last three. So it's hard tough week uh, as a Denver Nuggets. Fan. As a Warriors fan, I cannot say the same. I cannot relate. <laughs> hey man, Steph is on a Steph is on a different uh, level right now, man. I don't know what this man is doing. I don't know what what's in his water. How it's different than my Bay Area water, but I'm um, in it. He, he tired of slander, man. Tired all the slander. Yeah, but hey, folks, this is Grapsody. Thank you for being with us on your Saturday, unless you're watching later. Then thank you for being with us on whatever day you're watching. Uh, it be Wednesday. Yeah, it could be any day. Um, you know, because we did a lot of podcasting this week. I did a lot of podcasting this week, but we also, uh, I don't want to give a shout out to our boys over at Public Enemies Podcast. Hey, uh, we, the dope. three of us, well, it was basically like another episode. Uh, the three it of was. us uh, got to, to do a show with them. If you haven't checked that out, head on over to Public Enemies Podcast. The hey. three of us were on this week Man. and we talked a lot of wrestling. Uh, and yeah, I did. Uh, what did I do? Uh, Tuesday I did, we're live pal over on, um, the F4W, uh, channel. Um, and then also Damn, got that Meltzer check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Ooh. I know, right. He gets paid by AEW and then, uh, it just kind of like trickles down that <laughs> way, right? <laughs> Same way Tony Khan's paying us. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then two, two TK checks, two of them. Two TK checks. Yeah. Lit. And then, yeah, Monday, uh, I did uh, my mom's basement with Robbie Fox. And then Sunday, there was the, I, and I call that Sunday because Full Gear ended after midnight. Uh, that was the Full Gear post show. That was a lot of fun as well. So uh, I'm saying all this to say that if you're watching this for full on thoughts on Full Gear, 
man, we have talked about that mm -hmm. at, at nauseum. There's not a whole lot to new to offer. I've got some thoughts based on new things that have happened, and that's one oh, of the topics oh, we here. We got thoughts. We got a lot yes. of thoughts today. Yes, we, but, but there's a lot more to discuss today. So definitely check all that out. Also, be sure to send us your super chats because um, we're uh, those always help support this show and uh we always appreciate them and uh yeah, shout out dude. to a number of the ones we have already uh let's see we've got uh Dilo Diggs Dilo the yeah. always in the building we always love Dilo what up uh, what up what up and there's also people are just ready uh Ryan says unleash Reg. <laughs> hey man I have to say Damn. Uh let's see. We've got uh Fern Loathe in NYC says, gentlemen, good afternoon. Uh how do you think Bianca's career would be now if she was released in 2019 and joined AEW? Uh I mean 2019's a tough year because they didn't release anybody in 2019. Like I don't think uh I mean, yeah, it, it, it's tough. Well, we do have to put this in context because I know it's kind of like bash on WWE for some people, but you know, she was PWI Woman of the Year this year, man. Yeah. She is having a fantastic year besides the SummerSlam stuff and some of the stuff that happened after that. You know, she is having a great year. So, you know. Yeah. And, like, some of these athletes, uh, when they leave WWE, they're leaving for good. And I feel like Bianca probably wouldn't have went to AEW. She would have found something else to do. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. she's one of their legitimate homegrown talents. Man. Right. So, yeah. you know. I, but I they, they, there have been a number of homegrown talents that, like, I know he had some experience outward, but, like, I think of Miro, right, as somebody mm. who yeah. he was, uh, he like, he's got some outside of WWE, but for the most part, he was crafted in WWE. He right. was made, like, he was trained in the WWE style. And, you know, I will say that, uh, as we're about to get into that topic, there are a lot of guys who... Um, who are mostly known for being WWE guys that I would love to see how they fare outside. Like uh, from a morbid curiosity standpoint and from a, like, I would love to see you guys with like the shackles off kind of thing. Cause like, yeah, I, I, you know, that's something I guess I've never put out there on Grapsity cause it's something I've put out there for years. Randy Orton has never hit it for me. He has never, yeah. ever, ever done it for me. Oh, I have never I... been a Randy Orton guy. I've and... made my opinions on Orton known on several <laughs> occasions. I am not an Orton guy. Yeah, I, my screen is black. Hold on, can you guys see me? Uh, we can see you now. Yes. Yeah, I can see you. Yeah, I can't. And we can see you before. Um, you can't oh. see us. No, I can't see nothing. It's black. Oh. No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I wow. take it he sees us now. I don't. Uh, give uh, me. I one thought you were laughing at the shit right thing. back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> like I can't see you. Oh no, we lost them. Now we just got oh. the the fightful backdrop, which means I gotta I gotta take the overlay off, or it won't make any sense. Dang, there we go. Man. Um, um, but yeah. So in the meantime, while we wait on the return of the righteous one, uh, yeah, I don't know. Randy's one that like I would like to see how he fares outside of the Vince McMahon environment. Um, and we got him back. There's our love dude. technical difficulties. Love That's how you start today. <laughs> Charlotte's a big one for me. I think yeah. Charlotte's somebody I would love to see outside of the WWE uh, mm -hmm. constraints and to just see what else she can do. Because I think some of the stuff that she gets criticism-wise, it's kind of unfair. Right. Um, you know, now some of it is, you know, valid, but some of it mm -hmm. is not valid at all. Yeah. And yeah, uh, we got a couple of other 
super chats. Uh, let's check out Cyclops is better than Wolverine. Uh, did y'all see that Raquel Gonzalez? Uh, like, yeah. Look, man, I I have to to reiterate, and it's not like I'm a particularly big Raquel Gonzalez fan or a fan of hers at all. I I am gonna put it this way though. I guarantee you, wrestlers are gonna let you down. Um, on social topics a lot of them are going to um and there's a lot of uh there's a lot of people that uh that have had some problematic views that uh some have let slide and we've almost forgotten about um diana parazzo's kind of like some stuff that's like questionable uh in the past uh, i look at it this way if if i had to base my wrestling watching entirely on people's views on social issues, I might as well just give up because Correct. I'm going to be let down. Uh, can't watch WWE who supports <laughs> Trump openly. You can't watch a, you can't watch anybody if that's what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. There's, yeah. I, you know, you don't <laughs> want to get into the weeds. I personally, now that um, said that that was a bad one to like at a really bad time. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I will say this, Very though. Bad. I personally dislike the trend of uh, screenshotting people's likes. I just don't like it. Um, and this we, we just saw this with the uh, Chris Hero thing where, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's an accident. And I, I'm not saying it's an accident. Don't don't misquote this. Nobody oh, no. cut this clip <laughs> but... and try and make your boy look crazy. Um, <laughs> but I just think that sometimes, you know, screenshotting people's likes is a little misleading. Like I would you kind of got to get people's full opinions as well sometimes now. Again, there's no, you know, sugarcoating what she liked. But at the same time, like, I just, I'm not a big fan of liking the screenshots of liking. And I think, now, I, I think gotcha. um, screenshots, uh, not screenshots, but I think uh, retweets are a little more telling uh, because that's, that's more of a deliberate move that takes a little, because like you hit the retweet button, it prop it prompts you, are you looking to quote tweet or just retweet? So like you had to go through two motions to do that. Correct. Whereas a like really can just be you're scrolling and you slip and like something. Because I, I have had the same thing happen. Now, I haven't liked it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing shows up in my feed not like that. that looks like that. So therefore, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to come across anything like that. But um, right. I will say that I have like accidentally liked stuff and then somebody's like, Man, you see what you liked here? And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to like that. Uh, mainly because I didn't want that showing up in my feet. Uh, but it's mostly but... just like some titties or like a butt. Yeah. It's never like, <laughs> you should die. Like, you know, never yeah, not I people's mean, so, lives. You know, it's, it's like some yeah. accidental porn. Hey, man. So, you know, but in response to the Raquel stuff, I, you know, of course, you know, you know where we stand here. Black Lives Matter. Um, oh, we're not nice. rocking with what she said, you know. No. Uh, no, you know, of course, rest in peace to people that have, you know, passed due to stuff like this, police brutality and hate crimes. Um, that's where we stand on that. That's, that's where I stand. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's I, I have been extremely public about where I stand. And right. uh, I have you can look up uh, Will's thing on a database. So apparently <laughs> <laughs> where he stands. <laughs> Yeah, Colorado database. Colorado has yeah. Your voting record is is at least the fact that you did vote and where uh, and your registered party is public here. Uh, anyway, we got a couple more. Um, we got uh, hello from Scotland. Loved you guys. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, That's we've a got far away another, away from where we at. <laughs> another one from D'Lo said uh, NJPW versus Noah. Give it. Uh, give you it now. 
Where you go? Feed me that. Let me have it right now. I'll take it, and I'll take two of them. Another one go? from Van Twinblade said, check out Glory Pro on High Spot to see Tootie mm. Lynn take the Midwest belt off of Rohit Raju yes. uh, in one yes. hell of a TLC match. Uh, then BAWC here on uh, YouTube to watch her dad fight Dan. Or watch her, f- watch her dad. Uh, watch her <laughs> fight Dan the dad. Well, yeah, watch, watch her, her dad fight. Dad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Shout out to Tootie Lynn. Tootie yeah. Lynn is oh, great. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I thought she was one of the better parts of the uh whatever the battle royal at uh empower thought she should have mm-hmm. won that by the way but you know yeah just my opinion you know and one more shout out to uh mac from brooklyn he said uh we let rick flair rock for the better part of 50 years of the problematic Seriously. shit he was doing man rick has been doing some nasty stuff online le- lately too man take away somebody, his phone somebody get that man's right. phone and put it in the drawer <laughs> bro get it away. no you yeah, what you man, gotta they do don't care. You gotta, like he got a podcast let it fly you got to do the thing I did with my kids, which is uh, you got to put the time restrictions on it where, you know, it just the phone don't work after certain hours or before certain hours. That's what you got to do with Ric Flair. Yeah, it's, it's time. That's the it, it, and then you got to set the screen yeah. time limits on it of like hour and a half, Ric Flair. That's all you get. Yeah. Right. And then you out, Flair. Yeah, let me co- cover a couple of uh, loose ends really quick. I want to first get out the BW500 wrestler of the week because last week you know we was going crazy so today off the top yeah let's just get that right to it uh random number generator like i said today it stumbled upon number 193 which is a pretty good number uh it was koto brazil also known as snoop strikes um incredible talent out of florida he uh wrestles in fip he's down with mayhem on mills he used to be down with Injustice, he's probably a grandfather member of Injustice, honestly. This guy's done a little bit of uh, Ohio, Ohio Valley wrestling. He's a, 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 the one with uh, Al Snow, I think. Is that Ohio Valley? Yeah, OVW. Yeah. yeah, OVW. There you go. So, um, yeah, this guy's a great talent, uh, unique style, great talker. Uh, he can fly. He fights. He's a really good talent. Snoop Strikes, he's out of Florida. Um a really great wrestler, man. He, uh, after he was running with MLW for a while, got released, and then, you know, he hasn't got the proper footing he should after that because he's a really good dude. So, uh, shout out to Koto Brazil. He's really great. Um, that Tootie Lynn winning that championship was phenomenal. There's a little clip of it on Twitter that you should go check out. Crowd was great. She was great. There's another clip of her backstage after where all the wrestlers congratulate her. Great moment. I want to shout out BAWC, who they said to, which is, I think, Fred Yehi has something to do with it. Bunch of great talent out there. So, yeah, it's black wrestling all the time. Hey, There's we, so many. I, I feel like we don't talk enough about Fred Yehi. I feel like he's one of those guys that <laughs> does not get enough uh, exposure out here. Um, go look that man mm-hmm. up. He's wrestled here in Chicago at AAW. Give that man. He's an AAW champion. A, correct. Um, he's and they just announced that. Freddie Aha is wrestling Jonathan Gresham on December 16th, mm. I think, in IWA Mid-South. So, like, and then the next day, Jonathan Gresham and AJ Gray. I just can't believe this run that Jonathan Gresham is on right now. Tomorrow, he's wrestling Dan Garcia in PWG. Like, hey, this hey. ROH thing is, like, crazy. Nobody really knows what's going on. But it's possibly going to be a very big ending with Jonathan Gresham holding the Ring of Honor World Championship high as the show ends. And this yeah. run he's been on this year is 
it seems quiet, but it's not quiet, man. He's been out here. Jonathan yeah, Gresham is legit one of the best wrestlers in the world. I know everyone says that, and it's a thing. But, like, look at the response to Terminus. Look at the response to everything that he's doing. This guy's incredible. I cannot wait for Final Battle. It's going to be dope. Man, when I when I saw that he was announced for the title match, it reminded me a lot of Booker getting his, his title match towards the end of WCW. Not saying that this mm-hmm. is going to be the end of Ring of Honor, but it does feel similar in some ways. And so right. I feel like he should be the final Ring of Honor champion for this year. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we don't know where things are going to end up in April when they come back, but he's been somebody that's talked very heavily about you know what Ring of Honor means to him. So I think he deserves a chance to be Ring of Honor world champion. Agreed. Um, I... And again, I'm looking forward to everybody's 2022. Like, I've already just, mm-hmm. like, already jumped steps ahead on, like, what's oh, next for ready. everybody. And Yo, I am ready. 2022 uh, is insane. Oh, A couple more God. super chats. Uh, shout out to the homie Kate. Uh, she said, love you guys. Sorry the black community was failed in so many ways this week. Ooh, it was a rough one. Rough one. It was a rough one. Uh, and uh, Colt. Appreciate that, Kate. Said, uh, shout out to Trish and Willow getting... Uh, on dark tapings i think it's just a matter of time for those two give us the graphics tk um you know willow's worked a few so i am so she's she's gotten callbacks uh whereas uh was that the first one for trish i think this is the first one for yeah that was the first time i recall her working any i I think Mm -hmm. i've seen enough episodes of dark at this point in elevation to like that would have stood out to me um right but willow's worked a few uh she's she worked jacksonville plenty um so it is going to be interesting to see her now in front of these major crowds and and how they respond to her um you know it's funny i uh when i went to wrestlemania weekend uh this past year yeah i went to wrestlemania weekend this past year and i went and saw um one of my friends from uh, high school because they live in Florida and we had seen each other in a long time. It had been a couple years. We were supposed to get together uh, the year before and we didn't get to. And like every year there's always something, um, you know, I even had a layover on my way to New York in 2019, which I'll be talking about here in a little bit. Uh, and I was supposed to meet up with his friend because my layover was in Florida. Just didn't happen. It kept happening. We weren't able to meet. So uh, they were like, yeah, you know, let, let, let's hang out. And so she and I hung out at um uh over wrestlemania weekend and uh you know i was like you know i I got a little bit of time but you know there's a few shows i'm gonna be hitting there's a lot of indie shows i'm gonna be hitting so uh she was like you know i've never really like watched wrestling outside of like the year in like 2000 um i'd come with you if i could and i was like yeah sure anyway long story short willow nightingale was like the act that stood out to her like as we uh uh as we sat there um and uh you know honestly the the thing that sold her was uh the gray sweatpants battle royal that was like really what sold her on coming with me but uh, but when she saw willow at that show she was like Um, she was like damn she's like got it like she's somebody that i buy into and she's like that is somebody that i just i can see like on tv one day and and this Mm -hmm. is somebody who doesn't watch pro wrestling at all and uh 
because she didn't know what to expect when I said I was going to indie shows. Uh, she's like, I don't know what that is. I don't know <laughs> what this is about to be. And uh, when I, she was like, I was picturing like, like Fight Club when you said that you were going to see like it. <laughs> but the way I was, the way I was describing, because I'm like, you know, it's a smaller audience, a smaller atmosphere. I was like, you're not getting the the you know the big production. It's not like a. a a WWE show like you would know. Uh, and I said, but you're going to see some good talent and you're going to see some good action. And she's like, okay. And then she was like, it was just fun though. She's like, it was a really great atmosphere. And it was a whole lot of fun. Um, but yeah, Willow Nightingale was somebody that stood out to her. And I thought that was really cool. Um, I mean, some indie shows are like the Fight Club. It just depends on where, yeah. <laughs> where you're pulling up. Yeah, to. now, of course, yeah, WrestleMania weekend. And like, you know, this was pre-vaccine and pre a lot of stuff. So there was a lot of... Uh, um, most of the shows were outdoors, and so mm-hmm. the, I think that's what kind of gave uh, her a little bit more of like a, oh, this is kind of a cool atmosphere kind of thing. Right. Uh, it was good Ma- in Florida. Yeah. Shout out to Matt. Says, Ooh. I'll be at Final Battle to see Gresh Great. versus Bandito. Oh, lucky. Lucky guy. Yeah. Uh, and James says, does GCW take over the role ROH once held? Oh, already did. Is there not? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's, uh, they already did it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Kyle said, um, so on Busted Open, Hit Row said they are supposed to have action figures and be on Survivor Series and on Raw and SmackDown, and they filmed a commercial. There's a lot to talk about here. A lot changed very, very fast. And we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, let's just get to it now. Number five let's topic. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, so, so I, I know we all are thinking hit row and swerve, but before we do that, I just want to give my man Drake Maverick a lot of credit, man, because mm-hmm. I feel like the first time he was released, he forced their hand because he was doing such cool stuff on on Twitter that mm-hmm. they resigned him, and I was like, man, this should be the this should be the sign. You've got something special in this guy, and then they kind of wasted it again, and now they're releasing him again. And to see the response he got again by just putting a video out, John Cena retweeting it, all these people retweeting it. Drake Maverick's the man. He spun gold out of everything they've given him. You're talking about a guy that every opportunity they give him, he doesn't complain. He just runs with it. He made the 24-7 championship stuff incredibly entertaining with Renee and his wedding and whatever else he wanted. He made 205 Live better. I mean, he tried to make that tag team work, which that was a nowhere deal for him. Everything mm-hmm. they've given this man, he's he's taken it and run with it. You know, shout mm-hmm. out to Drake, man. I think he's gonna do great things when he. I have a likes. lot of questions about that though. Right. He put that out real quick. Like he, that was. Did he, put that, he <laughs> did, what he did knew. he make that after like maybe three release sets ago? Like I know I'm right. gonna be in one of these. I should probably yeah, have like a good. Maybe. Video I would think fair. so. Because that man, was some great so. production for being released like 10 minutes after he was and he's down with uh uh, ec3 that's like his homie it felt like one of them ec3 type videos too so he was like yo let's get together yeah like let's 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 start cooking already (laughs) yeah right (laughs) yeah he definitely had that like saved on his phone like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna drop this the moment i see my name in the release set uh and you know good on him because that that's being ahead of the game um and Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not the only one. You, you have to, being in that company at this point. You have to see that there's uh, it, there's a there's writing on the wall for a lot of these right. guys. Yeah, and I mean, 
so let, let's talk about um, these releases because mm-hmm. uh, they, they keep happening. Uh, and you can tell that there isn't a whole lot of uh, forethought in a lot of this stuff because there was mm-hmm. John Morrison released, right? Like, uh, think about how fast that all happened. John Morrison was just a part of, uh, you know, we talk about a lot of things from WrestleMania this past year. Uh, and, you know, the big thing people talk about is Bianca got the main event night one. Um, we talk about the main event, but like none of that stuff made headlines the way Bad Bunny did. And right. part of getting Bad Bunny there was John Morrison. John Morrison John working Morrison. with Bad Bunny. And mm-hmm. uh, that he was he was the piece that made that match. He plays a huge was. role in that match for sure. Yeah, Without him, sure. that match is a lot different. So, yeah. yeah, and so I, I just I think about that of like that guy. Uh, he came in, uh, and and a lot of people were, I think for years calling for it because you know he was Johnny Mundo and he was Johnny Impact and he was he was doing big things outside of WWE and it was like okay you bring him back and it's gonna be you know this is a different guy this is a guy who who was making it happen outside of wwe he did the thing that everybody says you're supposed to do when you leave wwe which is go make a name for yourself and then you come back and you'll be back even stronger and he comes back with zero fanfare by the way it's just like oh backstage segment oh look who's here it's john morrison i guess he's just back with the miz and he was mrs lackey for all that time and then Mm -hmm. uh they had miz turn on him and they had the match scheduled. The match doesn't happen. Miz goes and films Dancing with the Stars. John Morrison gets to go on a little bit of a singles run and is just released. He's hey, out. He's out. The fact that they had this man go from, at one point, holding like three championships on the indies to playing with a dripstick is insane to me. But this I guy, get it. This yeah, guy is so it. good, man. Like wherever he lands next, I know he's going to kill it. Um, I this second run with WWE just wasn't it, man. He just I, I know some people got what they wanted entertainment value wise with like some of the stuff with Miz, but in terms of what this guy can do in the ring, this was a huge missed opportunity. This is disheartening for pro wrestlers that think that you can get there, get fired, go and kill it, and do exactly what you should to get back. And then they bring you back the opposite of what you were doing to get you back here and turn you into a comedy act. And then you're out. That's just like, well, what am I supposed to depend on? And that's happened to a ton of guys where like, uh, and it's been happening. It's not even a recent phenomenon, right? Because like Mm -hmm. uh, off the top of my head, I think about Jamie Noble, right? Like Jamie Noble had a little bit of a run, his first run in WWE, but it was mostly just like comedy, right? He gets released. He goes on that Ring of Honor run. James Gibson um, like kills it to the point of where everybody's like, yo, you got to re-sign James Gibson because this guy is killing it. And it comes back and it's like, eh, actually, uh, we're like, we're going to see him exactly the same way we saw him before and remind you that how you saw James Gibson in the Indies was wrong. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's exactly what I feel happened with Morrison. Um, there's a couple of others, though, before we get to the one we want to talk about. Jackson Riker, how he survived the others, I don't know. Uh, but, hey, man. Like, bro. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Finally. And, like, they, they tried to, like, 
Uh, that first night with crowds back, where they put the and and they have been egregious with the uh, the fake crowd pops on Raw and SmackDown pretty much since uh, they've been back on the road, uh, which everybody suspected. They're like, uh, once WWE had the power to do that with the Thunderdome, they're like, they're not giving up the, that soundboard. They got cheer on MP3 queued up, and <laughs> <laughs> they got <laughs> and, and they know like once once they have the ability to. Hit the button with their finger, and and you just hear the sound effects they want. Uh, and and it was real bad too because they're really obvious because they don't. It's almost like it's an uncanny valley thing where like you hear it and right. you're like that. It's like just so mistimed that it doesn't sound like the way an actual crowd would react. And I remember Man, the first time they'd be having cheers from SmackDown and Raw on there. Like, yo, these are video <laughs> game cheers. These ain't even real people <laughs> cheers right here, bro. Have you guys seen that clip where somebody caught where you could hear the audio of Cole yelling Cena in one of them? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. I did see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like, uh, I guess what's interesting is that that first night with, uh, with crowds back, and they had that Jackson Riker versus Elias, and it just hit me. What the fuck happened to Elias? What are they doing? Like, <laughs> where is Elias? Dude? They were doing that, those videos of his he return. He buried himself and never came back. Oh, <laughs> like he really God. died. Like they were like, uh, "R.I.P. Elias," and he's like, "Elias is dead," and I guess he really is. Uh, they were like, "No, for real, you're out of here." He's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. Are you on gonna film that. your own funeral and never come back? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that just hit me. But yeah, they did the match with Elias uh, that first night back, but and like they played the fake cheers over uh, Jackson Riker, and they were so oddly timed that you just knew that you're like, all right, you're really trying to make it sound like these people like care. But then when the actual match happened, you could see nobody was into it. So it was like a, it was a matter of time. Mm -hmm. I, I'm surprised he survived uh, the ones they did, even if you just remove all Jackson Riker social issues aside. They had nothing off. Like yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and, and if you're WWE and you are going to release people, I'm just surprised that he didn't make the list sooner. And, um, and I should put this disclaimer on this as well. You know, we don't want to see anybody get fired. Right. Like, no. And especially like right now, like right before Thanksgiving. I don't, you know, nobody. You don't want to see anybody lose their job. But at the same time, get him up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, Shout out to a couple of super chats. Uh, Jester Design says Holiday would be a good fit in AEW, hey. especially with her history with Rosa. Ben, Twisted and her history with Swole would be great. Um, and then uh, H Dragon says so in kayfabe, Jinder and Shanky dissed oh, Hitro so bad God. they legit injured their he er, careers. Hashtag don't hinder the gender. Uh, and we've got uh, Life of Deem says it says a lot that Drake Maverick had that ready. He it does. I, th I think he knew. Yeah. Um, Gender and but, Shanky ended Hit Row's career is the wildest thing I've ever heard. Wildest. In my entire wildest. Life. Oh, there's, a couple, there's a couple oh, more, though. Um, yeah. So, uh, Tegan Knox was cut. Uh, <laughs> and it was interesting because she was called up just a couple months ago. Um, mm. And they had her teaming with uh, Shotzi. And yep. she and Shotzi. Uh, had beaten the tag champs a number of times. And then you could see where their attention shifted. Uh, you can almost pinpoint the week it did because all of a sudden it was like, we're building to them getting a tag title shot. Nah, actually we're building to uh, uh, Rhea and, mm -hmm. um, and Nikki getting the title shot. And then that was it. It was just it for that team. And they clearly like <laughs> NXT call-ups have been really 
fascinating, especially this year, because like I don't know how one calls up Shotzi and is like, you know what? Ditch the tank. Ditch everything that anybody liked about Shotzi. And I just uh, re- remember watching that match last night. She didn't have the tank. She oh said in a promo that she's God. not going to have the tank anymore. She, what? she said, this, are you yeah. hold on. <laughs> yeah, let's, hold just, up. let's just make her a heel. Let's make her hold a, up. A dude, Shotzi's thing is the fucking tank. You dumb sons of bitches. <laughs> I mean, we, what the fuck, man? We had a whole thing about her losing her helmet um, and getting it back and just how great that was on the internet. And now we're ditching all of that. It doesn't make any sense. I, whatever. Fist of cuffs, Vince McMahon. I'm telling you, you. Oh my God. Yeah. The match was dope, though. I'm going to say that. And then, uh, yeah, so Tegan getting released was interesting because, you know, a lot of people keep citing, you know, they were like, she's never healthy. So, you know, how how can you keep her around? There's there's plenty of, I mean, it's all choices. Um, They said that about Kenta, too. Shut up. I had had a boss. I had a boss once um, that told me that he was training me to be a manager. Uh, and it was the first time I had ever been in any type of management, and the last, because I'm done with people management. Uh, I don't do any job I apply for now, uh, and I'm a software developer. Uh, they always ask the question, are you interested in managing people? I said, no, not not a chance. I don't want to deal with nobody's personal problems. Um, but uh, one of the things that, that I was taught as a manager, they said, I know there's policies, but when it comes down to it, firing someone is a choice. You never have to fire anybody. Uh, and they said he said that now ultimately sometimes it's a choice that you feel you have to make for the sake of you know you weigh your options and you come to that conclusion. Fine, but at the end of the day, it's still a choice. You still mm-hmm. ultimately chose. And I say that because there have been plenty of people who have been fired over the years. Uh, or who have been kept over the years that were injury prone. There's a guy named Edge. I love Edge. That guy had maybe two or three years consecutively without an injury throughout Mm -hmm. his whole run. Even in his comeback, people forget that he Mm -hmm. came back, feuded with Orton, got injured, and then Mm -hmm. had to come back at the Rumble again. Right, yeah. Like, that just happened a year ago. I mean... You make a choice to keep people if... And, and, and if if it's somebody that you want to stick with, then you'll right. do it. Right. So, and I mean, the the undertone to all of this is, I mean, I think we can all stop acting like there isn't a power play going on here. Of course, I have no proof of that, but you could just see the lines being drawn here. You can see the lines drawn and how NXT is presented now. Look, I mean, look at the trend with a lot of people that are released right now. These are all people that Triple H vouched for. Even if you look at Drake, mm-hmm. he's a guy that he yeah. that stood next to Triple H when he resigned. And had that moment with Triple H. I mean, when you think of, of Tegan Knox, you think about Tegan Knox crying um, and Triple H consoling her during the first May Young Classic. These are all people that he vouched for. That's I don't think that that's a coincidence that that pattern yep. is there. Yeah. A certain guy we're about to talk about, uh, I talked to him, and he said that Triple H was a big component of why this group was hot and why everything was going so great. And here we are. So. Yeah, so, um, all right. Uh, oh, yeah, so there's also Shane Thorne released. Uh, and, he was ready to get out of there. Yeah. He was ready, man. Yeah. Yep. So, slap But <laughs> I'd say the one that has everybody talking and the one that has caused uh, an interesting 
two days. Uh, it has been a really interesting two days. Uh, it has been the release of Hit Row. You know what? I even wore. I, I'm not even gonna wear Hit Row shirts. I, I'm actually wearing the Swerve City shirt. Let's um, go, baby. <laughs> uh because that's 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 where i sit right now (sighs) okay uh i'm gonna read a couple of super chats and then we will get into hit row uh kate said wwe survivor series build is surviving being on the roster (laughs) seriously there's a pay-per-view this weekend survivor series yeah uh survivors that's hilarious it is terrence uh aka wrestle voice on twitter i can't believe how anyone uh, can miss the boat on one of the best workers in the world, Shane Strickland. I am so bummed. Um, I can. His name is Vince McMahon. He don't care. He only wants one guy. As long as he has one guy in this show, none of these people matter. He has Roman and- Reigns. Anybody underneath him doesn't matter. He'll drop the Usos if he needs to. Look, this show is all about Ooh. Roman Reigns. This show is all about Hulk Hogan. This show was all about Stone Cold Steve Austin. This show was all about John Cena, when you got these people, hey, everybody. But look what happened when they had expendable. Look at what happened by accident when they had two, though. Because when it was rocking Austin, are you kidding right. me? Like, right. And, and, and it's amazing to me that they don't see that uh, historically. Two guys is better than one. <laughs> two guys is better. When you have two stars and then they add the scene as equals. And then you have them face each other at WrestleMania, and people to this day still talk about WrestleMania 17, still talk about My Way or the Highway, still talk about all of that. Do you know how much value there is in having two top guys? Yeah. <sighs> no. Man. Um, he doesn't. Yeah, nope. And uh, let's see. So continuing with a couple more Super Chats, Mac uh, said Bruce Pritchard came back with a vengeance. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling yeah. you. You can uh, you can see all the things. Yep. Uh, TMDK reunion in Japan. Jonah Nichols and Shane. Yep. Um, That's happening. And then uh, Jester Designs said, uh, "Should have known uh, Vince wouldn't get hit row after seeing no value in Josiah Williams." Should have known. All right. Here's I'm I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna give you guys all a little more insight on on William R. Washington. I love pro wrestling. I love everything about it. Of the in-ring. Mm-hmm. I love character work. I love it all. Yeah. But there is nothing more important to me in pro wrestling than the success of Shane Strickland. That's my family. That is someone I want to see succeed. So much so that for two and a half years, I've had to put my own taste aside. Yep. When he first told me he signed with WWE, I dropped everything i Mm -hmm. uh when i got that news this was like a celebratory moment in my house and i was like i'm gonna be there for his final weekend it's his indie shows you know i I tried to hit as many shane strickland indie shows as i could but i was like i have to be there for the last indie shows and i was Uh, i went and saw wrestlecon super show he faced zach saber jr um and then i was uh the next day at pancakes and pile drivers and um he and eddie kingston and joe gacy uh, which is really interesting thinking about that team now. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, they faced OVE. And, like, man, the love that he got. Like, he hung out with uh, – it was me, it was Eric Brady, um, and it was uh, Cody Carlson, uh, all of RBR. Uh, we all hung out, and, you know, we uh, uh, we 
he just he hung out with us the whole weekend or that whole day um i should say uh because we did other stuff we it was wrestlemania weekend um but the love he was getting every time we walked by an elevator and just somebody was just like man you're gonna do it you're gonna blow up everybody in the industry knew that shane strickland was gonna do it and then when that match ended and there was all this love everybody was singing ain't nobody um there were actual boos because everybody was prepared for it and he gets jumped uh, as the match was starting uh and everybody's like get ready to sing ain't nobody and then he got jumped and everybody was like ah <laughs> you know it was a way to get heat from the crowd and then of course he wins and everybody's giving him hugs and uh and eddie kingston had him on his shoulders eddie kingston and joe gacy had him on his shoulders and there's a big send-off and everybody's like this man's gonna do it everybody in that building felt that this man was gonna do it and of course in typical wwe fashion i felt like everything was working against him i thought the name isaiah scott was whack uh like i agree i've always said that top guys in the industry they get one syllable first name Two-syllable last name. Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Dwayne Johnson. And then if they have a syllable or if they have a nickname that's one syllable, they have a better success, right? Look at Rock. Look at Edge. He had both. Shane Strickland, Swerve. That is a guy that just has... You could see the formula was there for success. They had chantable names, all of that. And yet, the whole run, I spent... It was like, at every turn, I kept having to like make excuses for it. Of like, it's coming, it's, it's, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Like He had that first match in Miami um, where uh, he faced Drew Gulak. And... Uh, and I remember, I can't really talk about what like the plans for all that was, but uh, I, I just remember there was a, a lot going around that. And uh, it was like, he walked out in American Airlines Arena. Nobody knew who he was. You could hear mm-hmm. the silence in the arena, right? Maybe a handful of people there knew, but for the most part, that arena was not fully aware. By the end of that match, people were chanting swerve. And that is that was a testament to his abilities as a star. When you can turn a dead crowd around on you, a crowd that didn't come to see 205 Live and didn't really care, and all of a sudden is like uh, there for it. I felt like, um, I don't know, I felt like they he had it, and he was showing he had it, right? And But it just felt like his career was so stopped and started in NXT. It was like, um, oh, he's going for the Cruiserweight title. And then um, he had that foot injury uh, the first day the NXT aired on USA Network. And so he wasn't cleared to wrestle. So they called up Leo Rush and gave Leo Rush a spot. And it was like... Uh, that shit was and, hot. Shout out to Leo. Yeah, shout out to Leo. Like, he, he filled the spot well. But it was like... Mm-hmm. The timing of it was all of the build, you know, with, with Shane Strickland being on, or Isaiah Scott at the time, being on uh, 205 Live and, like, showing his, his quest and his vision for being the uh, Cruiserweight champion. I felt like you still did him a disservice. Like, like I said, Leo Rush, I love Leo Rush, um, and he was a good replacement there. But 
he was swerve wasn't cleared for like two weeks and it was already like a eh we're moving him on from the cruiserweight title he'll come back around to it eventually and he did and he still never won it never won it you know you had him all over 205 live never won it and it was like okay something's got to change something's got to shift with this man and uh because they're just they keep doing this stop start shit with swerve and uh and wondering why he's not building momentum even though the guy has it all written all over him he's got the charisma he's got the the look he's got the ability in the ring i feel like all of it just clicks uh and uh so of course he turns heel and then it suddenly feels like okay things are picking back up for him again he becomes North American champion and forms Hit Row. I one more time on that sentence. One more time. Run it back one more time. <laughs> he becomes North American champion and forms Hit Row. Hit Row. Let's just put an emphasis on that forms yeah. part. Forms Hit Row. Now, I have never necessarily felt like Swerve needed Hit Row, but it was a good thing to have because for his act. For him being a top heel, it never hurts to have the dog and pony show. Um, look at look at Triple H with Evolution. Um, you look at Ric Flair with the Four Horsemen. It never hurts to have it, but he never needed it. Um, he no. had top guy written all over him. But I will say, Hit Row. At first, I thought it was Montezzi when they showed uh, Hit Row. I was like, oh, cool, Montezzi's on screen. They're, they're <laughs> no. doing like they're talking about the music thing. I, I thought uh-huh. I was like, yo, but it, it wasn't that. So. I kind of um, see if you're follow if you follow along to what he's posting on his Twitter and what he's doing outside of WWE, it fit. Like it was like, okay, he's a rapper. Yeah. He's always in the studio. They're doing this thing. So you're like, okay, Hit Row, it makes a lot of sense. He has an entourage. He's a rapper. Like these things work together. Um, yeah. And like, yeah, it's so it was a cool thing that they actually um they they brought that to TV because um, that was another thing that his character kind of needed, right? It was like, he's worked on his music for so long. He's got the Swerve City thing going. And so it was cool to see that come to television. And yeah, Hit Row came along. And the thing is, Hit Row, I think, was good for the acts in Hit Row. I think that, um, uh, and and this isn't really a dig on on AJ Francis. It's more just the the fact of the matter. Mance had 18 matches in his entire career. This is not somebody who is all of that. He's still a developmental talent. At the end of the day, he's still there to be um, uh, developed. <clears throat> Same with uh, um, BFAB. Still there to be developed. Um, and I still feel like uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Um, Elijah King, Ashanti Adonis, He's good. I think the foundation is there. Still a little bit newer when it comes to they stuck uh, the, stuck swerve with three developmental acts, and he's yeah, not he's a, a developmental. You, you stuck act. him with Those, three these guys. These are just the that, facts. These are three three people that would fit perfectly with what they're doing with NXT 2.0. Mm-hmm. Swerve did not need right. that. He came in no. with equity, and that's what that's what I don't think some people understand. He came in, mm-hmm. um, man. I, not to not to completely change directions, but I remember what it was like when he signed. Um, what we're seeing right now with Lee Moriarty and how he he was the hottest free agent, 
and how he had this amazing indie run. That was Swerve when yep. he signed. I remember yep. when he 1, got covered percent. by ESPN. I remember, I remember watching him defend the title at Defiant and coming out to Ain't Nobody. I remember all of that. I remember um, right when he signed, um, doing a list for Daily DDT of all the people I wanted to see him wrestle. Um, mm-hmm. I remember, I remember the Gulak match because I remember I called, covered that at Daily DDT. This is long before I came to Bleach Report. And I was like, this guy's going to be the man. Every time I could, I would say I would I would pitch something because I just want him to succeed. So when you go back and look look back at a few episodes ago when, you know, we were talking about Hit Row and I was like, I'm trying to be optimistic because I wanted to believe for him. Can, can so, you? Here's the thing. Um, yeah. Talking about the swerve and how much he had going for him coming in. People forget. Do you remember the list? The list Cody put out when Cody was like, I'm hitting the Indies and these are all the guys I want to face. He was on the list. Swerve was on, was on Cody's list. list of people. He was on that the list. Co- yeah, he was that, on the list. That and Cody won. And mm-hmm. Cody had the match with Swerve. And it was a main right. event match. Um, this was not like, uh, like the poster is Cody and uh, and Shane Strickland, um, which I think is still one of my all-time favorite posters. If nobody's seen that, I'm going to bring that up on screen uh, because I love that poster. Um, hold on. Let's see yeah. if I can find that. Found it. All right. Uh, let's see how quickly I can get this up on the screen. Just uh, fast. But, but I yeah. mean, while you're doing that, and I mean, this even goes back to me and Will's relationship. When we first did a podcast together, I think we did the post show for Double or Nothing, right? Uh, um, revolution. Was it Revolution? Revolution, yeah. It was Revolution. You're right, because it was exploding barbed right. wire. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. So we did the post show. And I remember after that, we talked about Swerve. And at mm-hmm. the time, I didn't know you, I didn't know he was your cousin. I just mm-hmm. was talking about him because I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. And um, it, we got into that conversation. And we had a long conversation that night about how they've dropped the ball with him, how he came in with the name that he created. They immediately made him change his name, which already took away some of his heat. Um, you put him in that breakout right. tournament. You have him lose in the first round. Um, Unbelievable. And just everything going against him at that point. You can see it. Trying to make this guy cruiserweight when he was a multiple-time world champion other places. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, when you – and I, I think this is lost, too, because some people – MLW like, champion. Beat yeah, Matt exactly. Riddle. MLW. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where I was getting. Mm-hmm. I think this is lost because some people are like, all right, but, you know, he look look at how different they treat Matt Riddle. And you can even add everything going on with Matt Riddle and how they protected him. Have they done mm-hmm. as much for Swerve? Did they try to no, do that much? Not for Swerve? Even close. No, not even close. No. Oh, oh, hold up, real close. quick. The poster, by the way, it was Defy. That poster. Oh, that's hard. I remember yeah, this. That's hard. Yeah, like mm-hmm. this guy had it. The you could see, like right. you you put him front and center with Cody. Like this is. I I I felt like he had all the buzz as an indie guy. Again, I feel like what Lee Mori, what what we're watching Lee Moriarty do right now, and and finishing it up his indie run. That's where Swerve was before he signed. He was he was the guy. Right. He was the man. And so right. they tremendously dropped the ball. And I tweeted this the other night. They wasted his time. I don't care. I know people will be like, oh, well, he came out of this with this. No, they wasted no. his time. No, nope. he is no better. No, nope. they, they he's wasted no his off. time. Um, and look at this he, shit. Look, 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 you guys. It's been on record. I would not be on this podcast if it wasn't for five pro wrestlers, five black pro wrestlers. I'm going to name them down because they are they are my people. Rich Swan, Willie Mack, 
Cedric Alexander, ACH, and Shane Strickland are the reason that I'm here right now. There's the reason that there's a Black Wrestling's 500. There's a reason that there's Black Wrestling. There's a reason that there was that podcast. Five of those wrestlers got me here. Shane Strickland, incredible talent. I saw him wrestle in one of them CZW big box. There's a big box on the end and people do flips off of it. I saw him do one of the matches in New York and I was like, this guy is insane. I don't know where he came from. I don't know who he is, but my mind is blown. I followed him in Lucha Underground. The match he had Kill with shot. AR Fox, that death, ma- that death match they have is gross. It's crazy. It's violent. It's amazing. The stuff he did in MLW, Evolve everything of all all the stuff like he was set up for this just like Phil is saying he had the Lee Moriarty thing he had everybody behind him it was heat he was ready he came in and I knew it was doomsday but you want to be optimistic about these things you know the heart that that this old man is not gonna get this guy I know no one up there is gonna get it so it's like yo I need to be optimistic but I know there's fucking writing on the wall man and here's the part that that got me was that they went after this man it was like it wasn't always do you know it it was like you know they they sent out their people because a little if you don't know how WWE um work sometimes is that they've got people who aren't contracted uh to the company so therefore or don't work directly with the company so that way if they need to get some feelers out there for uh you know signing somebody who's under contract because swerve was under one of uh, the really long-term contract with lucha underground um and that Mm -hmm. was why he wasn't on tv for a long time because he was able to work all the indies because lucha underground allowed that but he couldn't be on tv um with any televised companies because he was under a contract lucha underground and but wwe sent their feelers out to like hey with your contract up anything you can do to get out of that we want you we want you we want you we want you in nxt we want you um and it was like they did everything to to get him uh on board to the point of where in 2019 um and uh you know i had a, a brief conversation with him it was like uh wwe was Pretty much, they they put the offer on the table of like, hey, we want you NXT. You're gonna be here. And I remember the conversation. I said, you know, there's this. I don't know what AEW is gonna be, but um, you know, it, it looked because TNT hadn't been announced yet. Like there wasn't anything other than that first Jacksonville press conference at the time. And I'm like, I don't know. And it's like, but you know, at the time, I think in 2019, a lot of people's view was go with the guarantee, right? Go with yeah you know go with uh the thing you know because we don't know what this AEW thing is going to be it could just be cody and cm punk even said that same thing he was like yeah. yo they came at me and i was like yeah i don't know what this is going to be the hey, rich guy <laughs> with always, his dad's money this, so man. you know like look wwe yeah. is bill bellamy and how to be a player that he will chase somebody yeah. down until he gets them and then once he gets them, <laughs> it's over with. Look how look how they That's chased it. Deanna. And what did they do with Deanna? Yep. Look how they chased Kushida Nothing. down for years. They got Kushida. Yep. And they got him doing jacket time. Jacket oh. time. Oh my god. Like, bro, like come on, time. man. So no, nah, I I felt like um so like I, I understood why WWE was the decision to make at that time. In 2019, they were basically yeah. sweeping the indies and uh you know NXT didn't look the way it does now. NXT looked like it had way more of a future. And so at that point, I fully got why um, why so many people made the decision they did. 
Uh, and uh, you know what? I, I We've been talking so long. I want to get to the Super Chats for a second. Uh, Ryan says, um, TK, get that Shaka Khan theme ready. Get Shaka Khan. Get that money, buddy. <laughs> yeah, get that up. money, TK. Yep. Uh, Terrence Robinson. Ain't nobody, uh, TK. Strict- Strickland can go with Omega, Okada, Danielson, you name it. Uh, social media thinks he you is a great mid Carter, but he is so much more than that special. Agreed. Uh, and we got uh, Ryan said, randomly saw some of his MLW stuff before he signed. And even though I knew nothing about him or MLW, really, he hooked me instantly. Um, James said, this is WWE's response to Hangman's title win. Lame. Uh, and Myron what says, that? Random, they need to get more white uh, people. Yeah, we, we talked about Raquel earlier in the show. Uh, and uh, what else? Let's see. Uh, J.K. Schwal uh, says, just getting home from work, so going to watch the replay. This is for the inevitable Reg face zoom <laughs> on camera. Rick, keep up the awesome work, guys. Oh, man. Uh, uh, um, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, even, like, if we get to to, to hit bro, because we, we talked about who he was before he got there and how I feel like they've done him a huge disservice. The reason why I want to like hit roll so much is because they don't let a lot of black wrestlers be themselves. And that's across the board. That's not just a WWE thing. That's Mm-mm. across the board. Wrestling companies do mm-hmm. not let a lot of black men be themselves. And so I was excited right. for the fact that it looked like he was having fun. It looked like he was getting a chance to be himself. I had reservations, but at the end of the day, I saw how much fun he was having. I saw how much retweeting he was having. Like, yo, I put him on this list for like the top stables right now and like i saw how bfab responded to it and i saw how encouraged they were and i'm like all right let's do it let's let's it's off to the races with these guys i then when i saw him win the title and i started seeing things like him not defending it i was like <sighs> and i mean then again as soon as they got to smackdown i see them treating him like a tag team wrestler i'm like all right yeah and and i had a real big problem with that i remember in our group chat we talked about that i like i wasn't going to say it on the show because i i've been very like reserved about putting out negative takes when it came to anything involving Swerve. Because ultimately, the thing I want to see more than anything else, I am, I get it. Maybe I look at it in a biased way. I probably do. But you know what? I see this dude as the guy who... Um, I, I always saw this potential for Swerve to be a guy who transcends pro wrestling. That isn't just a big pro wrestler, but I think he's a phenomenal rapper. I think him and Montez Ellis to the music all the time. Um... And, uh, and I don't know. I, I just, I just see so much for him, um, and having a lot of crossover appeal really quick. Shout out to uh, Monica said, just want to send love to you guys. Um, y'all are really helping me get through this 10 hour shift. That's a lot of shift. Um, Yep. Uh, (laughs) great discussion going on right now. Uh, and Stella, you Justin dropped the Lopez. ball. Okay, look, let's yeah. get to it. You Hold guys. on, he says, uh, you know what annoyed okay. me? Okay, oh, I'm about to get into it. Yeah, Let me he says, there's a report. Uh, the focus would be on Top Dollar and Swerve and Adonis would be a tag team. It's Swerve's group. Uh, yeah, that's that's where this he, is about to go. But it's not just that it was Swerve's group, he didn't need the group. We'll just say yeah. it, he did not need that group. And <laughs> same I mean, upper I'm sorry. management. Hold on, real quick. Shout out to Jeff. He said, same upper management, that name, a pay-per-view after a rock and roll song from 1957 called Great Balls of Fire. These dinosaurs were perplexed by Hit Row. Out of touch, indeed. Solution for this? (laughs) The solution is stop watching the World Wrestling Entertainment. 
Um, stop supporting. Don't watch this dumb show that's going to happen tomorrow. I wish we didn't have to review this stupid show that's happening tomorrow. It's shitty build. All the wrestlers don't care about anything. The management doesn't care about anything. Look, as long as there's two grandpas out there making all the decisions, this is going to continue to happen. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't know what the fuck anybody else is doing. They don't know what the fuck is going on here. They're just a bunch of grandpas who think that wrestling is still happening like it did in the fucking 80s when they had this bald fucking orange leather skin motherfucker running the game but the game has changed dude it's not about fucking hollywood hogan anymore it's not about your bullshit it's not about fat uh heels that are from different foreign countries and different shit look the game has changed we don't care about any of that shit anymore but the problem is is a lot of motherfuckers still do care about this shit so when their ratings come out a bunch of people still are watching it a bunch of their show they're still getting six thousand people at their fucking events when they're they're awful events you're not even watching the fucking wrestling at these events that there's six thousand people at they're just gonna they release like 200 fucking wrestlers 200 really good wrestlers too not just like hey we yeah. need to cut the fat they cut the whole thing they cut the cow they cut the pig they cut it all why because they don't get it and they never ever will they never hey. ever 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 will and the only way that we can stop this and show support is if we cut that shit off we don't watch that dumb ass shit tomorrow i don't even want to talk about the shit because i'm tired of them leading the fucking way fucking wrestling's disneyland fuck that Fuck this show. All this shit is bullshit. Watch the show yesterday. A bunch of bullshit. It's all about fucking Roman. It shouldn't all about be about one fucking guy. That's why we're here again. Uh, here to reiterate that WWE is a one fucking company wrestling motherfucking corporation. And it's a bunch of bullshit. If you want your Marvel done with like bells and fucking whistle and a bunch of bullshit, that's what this is. They want to be the next Disney. They want to be up there and they want to have WWE now and all hold this on, bullshit hold on. First mainstream. Up. But they don't even care about that either as long as it's not fucking Roman Reigns. Suck a fucking dick, WWE. You guys are the worst <laughs> company in the history. You ruined pro wrestling. You ruined pro wrestling. Pro wrestling was great until you came in, which is bullshit. But actually, you didn't ruin pro wrestling because you made sports entertainment. We shouldn't care about this. Look, you wasted my time. You wasted Isaiah Swerve Scott's time. You wasted Shane everybody's Strickland's time. time. Shane Strickland. We're I, talking about I Isaiah Scott no more. We're talking uh, about Isaiah Shane Scott. Shane that is not a Isaiah name. Isaiah Swerve Scott is dead because you killed him. Yeah, you know what, Shane though? Strickland. Hold on. First off, I'll, I'll say something in defense of them trying to be Marvel. They are Marvel if they don't get Marvel because Marvel has depth. Marvel built around other characters. Marvel has yeah, something for everyone, right? right? You know, mm -hmm. it's not like it would they be can Marvel. Learn if, something from Marvel. Yeah, it would be Marvel if Marvel was like, you know what? We got Captain America. That's enough. Um, screw everything else. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, man, listen, I mean, and none of this other shit's gonna matter. And we're just gonna cut random characters. Doesn't just matter. like, oh, you into this character? Don't matter. Nothing cut. matters. You know, I somebody. Mean, nothing uh, matters. So, um, I, I feel honestly, about, it makes me sad. I re I've been a WWE fan for thirty years. I'm talking about not like I'm talking about die hard. I watch Raw every month. <laughs> Every SmackDown, I watched everything they put out. I bought DVDs. I bought wrestling tickets. I've been to nine WrestleManias. I've been to Royal Rumble. I've been to nine, everything brother. you could think of. I've spent not, I, that's how much money I spent. I flew out, vacation. I've Long spent my out. life savings to go and support these people, and they don't give a fuck. They don't hey, care. Man, I, they don't look, care. And I mean, this all tracks. Like I said, everything we talked about from this point forward, I mean, you can go back and 
like again, I was trying to be optimistic, and I think Will said this perfectly before when he says, you know, I hate hate being you know optimistic and being made a fool of and i feel like i was made a fool of that's exactly i wanted hit roll to succeed Mm -hmm. and just to see how fast they gave up on him it's just really 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 irritating it's really frustrating and like i said i just feel like they wasted first time man i feel like they wasted all four of those people's time and listen i'll say this too because i feel like top dollar is getting a lot of heat online man I don't want to talk. Do about I it. agree? Do I agree with everything that that Top Dollar has done? No. Um, do I? Did I think some of those videos were whack? Absolutely. But at the same time, at the same time, if 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 everybody's working right, you're letting Roman work. You're letting Roman get in these interviews and cap about CM Punk and do all these things. So why is it a problem with Top Dollar did it? Why did people take it so? Personally? They told him to do it too. Oh exactly. Why did people take it so personally when Top Dollar do it? Did it? Just, the way I saw people trying to dunk on this man when he got fired, I did not like it because what it told me is what I've seen before so many times is when. A black man does anything in this industry that is not uh, anything other than go along to get along. And he goes out there and he's confident and he does what they say that they want you to do. They get mad at him. And right. I just did not like that. Again, I don't like everything he did. I don't agree with all his yeah, choices. He did a couple, but at, stuff but at the same though. time, yeah. some of the way people took it personally, I did not like that, bro. Oh, hold I on. Like I, okay. I, I will say there's one place where I'm going to disagree. Because I feel like this mass pan, you will. What the no, hell no, 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 no. I, I'm saying this uh, as far as uh, there's one thing Top Dollar said that I feel like I'm sorry, but you deserve everything you're getting uh, in a response. But it was when um, you know they got they first got called up, and he took a dig at everybody who got released after their call up or whose call up didn't work, right? Because he was like. Uh, we're not like all them others because we can promo. That to me was a mistake because yeah, um, don't say that. Don't say that because ultimately, mm-hmm. a lot of guys like it's it's okay to see that WWE fucked up with a lot of call ups, but to say that nah, that was them. We're different. You know, a lot of people were like, okay, we'll see because uh, it wasn't so much to say that oh you suck too. It's like no. Those were all talented guys, too, that WWE missed it on. And you are taking a shot at them rather than... You could even say, oh, no, we're going to be different. We're going to do different. But don't try to make it seem like we're different because we're better than them. And they fucked up because... Or their call-up didn't work out because they were the problem. Don't put it out there like that. Because the second your call-up don't work out, everybody's going to call you out and be like, what happened? I thought you were different. And yeah. and I feel like he shouldn't have done that. That to me I, was a mistake. I will say this to that though. I don't I can't speak for the man. I don't I'm not taking it as I never took it as a personal dig to all of those people. What I felt like he was saying at that time is we're different. And I feel like he wanted to speak it into existence that we're different. And right. now I do agree that that was a mistake, and that goes back to I don't agree with everything he said or everything he did. But I do feel like people waited for their downfall so that they, they could dunk on this man. And mm-hmm, I just did. did not like looking at that from afar, especially since they Swerve did. was attached to it. I just think that didn't think that that was fair to him or everybody else. Now, can I sit here and say that Top Dollar probably could have put his phone down sometime? Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, it's wrestling. Everybody's working. Why are we taking everybody's it personally gone. when one person works that happens to be black? I get it. 
Yeah, no, I'm with yeah. it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I just didn't like when uh, the whole hit row thing when they made Swerve Shane <laughs> Shane Strickland a part of when they just made him another guy in the group. That's when it was. Over. I, I was and like, that, this guy is another not guy. another guy in the group. He is, not. and that's a problem because I'm gonna I'm put it out there like this. Uh, and this is just how I see it as as Shane Strickland's biggest cheerleader. Stop talking about Hit Row. Um, look, that's it. If, that's if, if Hit Row, that's what this. If, if you get anything from this podcast, Hit Row is we're out. Of it's done. We're done. Shane we're done Strickland with Hit Row. Look, it, it, since bro. I see a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people keep saying, um, you know, Hit Row should pop up here. Hit Row should pop up there. Hit Row should pop. If Hit Row was gonna do it. Do it without Shane Strickland, because uh, I hate to be all nobody came to see you, Otis, but nobody came to see you, Otis. Like this is uh, <laughs> this. Look, I, I like everybody involved, but there it, this, it was a developmental act. Swerve was past that, and at this point, um, there's there's a reason why uh, the article Fightful Select posted um, stated there is multiple companies interested in Shane Strickland. Um, Everybody's looking at Shane Strickland right now, as they should be. Um, they're not necessarily looking at the rest of the group, and I don't think they should at all. Uh, I think that the rest of the group will probably find their footing. I think they should, as a unit, work in the indies. I think they should build a reputation. I Get think another should... dude on that level, too. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I think and I mean... that they can build up who they are and who they're going to be, but it's got to happen without Swerve, because right. Swerve is beyond that. I think Swerve is a single star. I think Swerve is going to do it well. And I think that uh, I don't want to hear the name Hit Row in a conversation with Swerve any longer. If you're talking about um, where Swerve's going to pop up next, talk about Swerve. Because that guy was ready. That that guy was ready years ago. Yeah. And and to be be frank, like, I don't think any of us are saying he doesn't need that group as a shade to the other three people. No. They're great on their own. Yes. But... I feel like they benefited from hit hit row more than he did. Yes. 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 He, was, he was ready a long time ago. He I was already the, ready before that. Right. I said the same thing about Keith Lee a few weeks ago. This guy is the guy. This guy is the guy. I'm talking about he debuts on the show and he's the world champion that same night. That type of talent. This guy is the one. When you guys are going to say it, who can AEW believe they're the world champion? Shane Strickland is the guy right now. No nothing's yeah, needed. And I... watch what happens in these next three months. It's going to be time to cook, man. Shane Strickland, in three months, the world is set on fire, and we are living it. Oh, my God. Will, Will, Robinson, Will Washington was right when he said that 2022 is insane because Keith Lee's going to be out there. There. Shane Strickland's out there. Leo Rush going to continue to kill. I don't. There's just I, there's Jonathan a million Gresham's people, dude. I can, Jonathan. Oh my God, Jonathan Gresham's out there. This I, I can name fifty guys right now. I, I'm excited. I, and I, girls I, and people. I, I am excited. I feel like, uh, you know, I was sad when the news first hit right. initially, but I was talking to you guys all night. By the end of the night, I was like. You know the what? Future's bright. I'm just I'm gonna say it. Free my man. Let him go where he wants. And Matt, while you're at it, free Cedric example. Get get him out of here. He you're not doing nothing with him, man. Let yep. him go somewhere else and shine. I, I was saw just, that tweet. Yeah. I saw that tweet the other day and got mad and was like, you know, oh, you know, people are tired of sleeping on Chad Gable. Nobody is sleeping on Chad Gable. Y'all are free that yeah, man and let exactly. him do what he wants somewhere else, man. <laughs> I just said yep. that. I just said that about Shane Strickland. I just said that about uh Freaking uh, Keith Bearcat Lee, <laughs> but when one, Ricochet man. 
unfortunately, the writing's been on the wall Again, for a long time. When he up. leaves the game, he's the one. Ricochet is the fucking one, and they are not going to – oh, my God. They're dumb. Stop watching the show. Ricochet, yeah, so free Ricochet. This is how I, I, I'm going to end everything I have to say about this. Uh, I'm going to bring it back full circle. I have been cautious about the way I talk about WWE and the way I feel about WWE because ultimately – the thing I want more than anything else is the success of Shane Strickland. More than anything on the face of the planet, that's the thing I want. And I said that in spite of my own taste, right? So it, it was like, look, man, Raw is not a show for me. SmackDown is not a show for me. Uh, I, I love pro wrestling. I don't like the way that SmackDown presents it. Um, but it's like, look, if at the end of the day, Isaiah Swerve Scott became Universal Champion. I will be waving SmackDown flags all day long because yep. that is how much I want to see that man's success. Mm -hmm. But he ain't there no more. So fuck WWE. <laughs> like at the end of the day, I'm, I have needed to say that for a really, really long time. Yes. You know what? NXT and then fuck that like show the too. Hate like, <laughs> yeah. we, like we look, have, man. I have like you saw me. You saw me on, on this show. You saw me on this show weeks ago as Reg. Reg don't care. Reg was like, you know no, what? Them, Free that man, fly. Shane Strickland. I want to see Shane Strickland anywhere else. Well, as soon as that man's contract is up, and I'm like, uh, I can't say that because I don't because I just want to see him be successful wherever he goes. I won't say that. But you know what? Fuck him. Fuck I just all said that, that shit. Last Saturday, you just said it last week. Well, again, this, this is why I, I I tweeted out yesterday. I think that where I was like, you've watched us from day one, like this, the progression of us trying to be optimistic for this man. And I think we just watched Will Washington walk into the kitchen <laughs> as, as uh, Skip Bayless did and snatch his Cowboys hat at him and throw it in the garbage. Yeah. It's over with. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's done, guys. Look, man. Said, Look, you know. It's I like when T.I. snapped uh, a uh, new news chain on ATL. WWE, <laughs> give me my fandom back, boy. And, and, and I mean, and look, my my, I've always been consistent with this. Support the wrestlers. Don't support the company. That's if you it. That's want wrestlers to here. succeed, su mm -hmm. support them where they go. Yep. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say there aren't still wrestlers I want to succeed over there at WWE. I do. But Big E's but the world are, champion, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, there are some people that I want to leave there so bad and go somewhere else. And that doesn't mean I want them to go AEW or go here. I just want them to have fun wrestling and succeed, man. That's it. Absolutely. Okay, we got... Uh... <laughs> And thanks to everybody who came out for this episode. This is like, without question, our most watched episode already. I am zen, and you I, guys. And, and, I'm I am, and I, I appreciate right. everybody who's come out. Uh, I, we got a whole lot of super chats we got to read. Um, he said, uh, I feel for Reg, especially after his last live WWE. Thank you, Moxie. See, man, I still was trying to support just like a hey, month and a half yep. ago. I still was supporting. James, preach brother Reg. Uh, Pedro, uh, let's go, Reg. <laughs> tell it like it is. Uh, we have Brendan uh, uh, said this rant is the it's best so because real. it's true. Yeah, uh, no, seriously. We it's had, not even a rant. It's like, yo, I'm, I hate you guys. You guys I appreciate man, Stop it. I appreciate Amen. this. I love it every time I heard it. He's not the first person to say this, but Destructo Bot said, came to Grab City for Will, but I stay for Reg. I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love y'all. Um, y'all are amazing, man. Y'all make my, my days feel great. I just get to talk about said. wrestling, and you guys like this. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> but the truth. Uh, we had Luis Hernandez for uh, five bucks for speaking the truth. Um, see, it's like when you like go out on a corner and just start wrestling, and people <laughs> just start throwing change at you. <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> real. Uh, 
we have uh, Mac again. Go ahead, Rich. Uh, Tremaine said, uh, why don't they love us? WWE was one of my first loves, and then they had Bianca lose to two moves. Vince and Nick are meaner than the Road Warriors. Seriously, um, they just be doomsday And Rob Reed said, I saw way more people cheering about Top Dollar getting released than they were about Jackson That's Riker. What, listen, listen, listen. And I saw somebody in response say to that, oh, well, Jackson is just racist. Just racist. What? <laughs> what? Hold on a minute. Wait. A That's second. Not but y'all took Hold it so personally that the top dollar was putting some raps out that y'all didn't like, man. All right, man. All right, let's let's stop acting like the undertone wasn't there, bro. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kieran says uh, we need more new jacks in the business. R.I.P. to the legend. Uh, we got uh, Kyle said. Uh, where do you think the downfall went with releases of their wrestlers and ultimately WWE once? Uh, to create everybody from scratch. Well, I, mean, uh, track I think, stars it, I think it's also like that. that they got embarrassed by what happened with NXT, and I feel like somebody pulled the plug. Like, all right, well, right. we let Triple H do what he wants to do over there. Let's start. This didn't, yeah, this I, didn't I, work. Working. Let's do it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I have to say, I appreciate this uh, super chat addressing the <laughs> the profile picture because it said, uh, "Want to say As thank you all." It said, "Y'all the homies, <laughs> and y'all insight is amazing." As a black man, and it said, "Forgive my profile. I love Anna Kendrick. Uh, <laughs> it's nice to see this platform also ready to go off. Uh, give me that energy. LOL, love y'all. Like seriously, I saw the picture of Anna Kendrick, and I'm like, what? Because oh, <laughs> so, I saw the name, I was like, so Deontay is the name, and I was like, Deontay, but that's." <laughs> Hey, it's that it's that movie that plays before AEW. I know what this is. She rips open the painting and she's like, "What's inside here?" And then AEW starts. It's because of that movie. I don't know what movie that is, but that's what it is. Thank you, Adam Kendrick. The the homie's like, "I just really fucks with Pitch Perfect, y'all." I just Uh, we got uh, Miss Late for or Late as for Raquel. Um, I can't let it go because she uses her Latino as right. an identity or yeah, identity no, as a, a thing. She's a Latina for Trump. We saw her. Yeah. Um, that being said, I do know that not all skin folk are kin folk. Yeah. Uh, and idea, she man. probably gladly see me deported. So whatever. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we we were. Dr- I mean, listen. I, I'm not making this a personal thing. I mean, I it ain't no mag energy over here. We we not rocking with none of these mag no. people. No. Um, it is what it is. I mean, if she's still there, you know, I guess somebody's supporting. I don't know. I don't want to keep getting into the rock stuff. Yeah, she lost her uh, champion. No, she, I, I, she ain't the champion no more, is she? Dakota was always the best part of that act. I, let's I, stop. I, let's stop ignoring that part. I mean, she would come out and show her back. Dakota was the best part of that. Dakota Kai retweeted the uh, BW500, so I fucks with Dakota Kai. Yo, it's the same thing that we said with Swerve, that he didn't need Hit Row. She didn't need Raquel. Raquel needed her. Okay, I'm going to read a couple more chats, and then there's something I also have to address. Because it's it's time. All right, uh, James says, uh, top priorities for TK, Shane Strickland, Keith Lee, Athena, agreed. Um... And Myron Kidd says, uh, hope most of these released black wrestlers go to Impact. They have a good track record with black wrestlers, unlike AEW, let's be real. I do not want to see them go to Impact. No, I don't want to see them go to Impact. There's two things. There's there's two points we have to go with here. Um, And I I mean this, Myron, as as somebody who's been watching WWE my whole life and as somebody who currently watches AEW, you can't necessarily... I don't feel you can do that because as 
much as I would like to see AEW do more with black wrestlers, I have not been wronged as a black wrestling fan. That is the difference, is that I have been... I. There is nothing that still guts me more than seeing Kofi Kingston get beat in four seconds. Like, there is... You can tell me all day long that black wrestlers haven't been pushed in one place, but I have not had a knife put in my gut and mm. twisted and twisted and twisted. Yeah, trying to get it me started been. again. Yeah. Bring up Kofi. So, so I will say, I'm just saying this though. Um, if you're talking about track records with black wrestlers, I, you know what? No, let me say it because okay. I, I keep seeing this narrative that <laughs> WWE has a better track record with black wrestlers. No, they do not. And yes, we can say the AEW hasn't pushed them enough. That is absolutely true. But at the same time, we have not seen anybody show up on AEW with a black mother character. We have never seen them do anything like they did with, with Bobby Lashley and his three sisters thing. We never saw anything like the Triple H and Booker thing on AEW television. Stop making this stupid <laughs> comparison, bro. Like, I'm tired yeah, of like, seeing it, bro. Stop yeah, it. Okay, it, that, that was what I wanted to get into because I was going to say that there's something that we it's finally time to address. Look, man, for the last like couple of months, and I have been reserved in addressing this, there's been this narrative that WWE is the new black oasis. That if, if that if that if you're a black wrestler, you should go to WWE Don't. because because black is going to be successful in WWE. And look at Bobby Lashley. And I, I went over that I, first episode. I talked about um, why that that narrative is flawed. If you're not named but, Bobby Lashley, Kofi Kingston, Big E, or Xavier Woods, and they're still barely on half of those guys. I, I they're not. But, but even so, look how lo look how long all of that took. But either way, uh, with all of that said, no wrestler feels that way, um, and that was the point that I have wanted to. Not that, even the ones uh, I just named. Shit. No, none of them feel that way. The way that people were talking online about how. WWE is the new home for black wrestlers. Now, here's the thing. Everybody does feel, and I feel, there's never been a better time to be a black wrestler, uh, and there's never been a better time to be a black wrestling fan. Correct. Absolutely agree with that. Absolutely agree. I think everybody's on the same page that as far as uh, right now, we are all cheering and celebrating how black wrestlers are winning right now. And you talk to anybody, they'll feel the same way. But if you talk to any wrestler, anybody, anybody black in the industry, across the board and you said um is uh, that that narrative that was out there of wwe being the place for black talent nobody was feeling that way everybody recognizes what the history with that company is and the habits of vince mcmahon and uh everybody watched what happened with keith lee and that wasn't exactly a surprise to anybody that's not like that was a uh a Wow, you did that with Keith Lee. It was more like WWE doing Happen WWE. Again. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was just they do what they do, right? Yep. It this that conversation, it wasn't it. And the fact Stop that it. the Hate fact it. that it was happening as recently as October, and it's we're in November right now, and it's like a lot of that stuff now sounds silly as hell. Stop it. Um, unless the company is black owned, that company is not for you. In the Listen. sense of, of when when somebody says, you "Oh, see how this close is my mic is." See this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. see this? Look how close my mic is. Uh, yes, these companies do not love black people. 
<laughs> Thank you. I, I tweeted this, and when I tweeted it the first time, some propaganda artists got mad at this. They don't love us. They don't. None of these companies love us. My They're owned by white us. men that most, for the most part, vote like Raquel did. They're probably liking yeah. the same tweets. Yes. They don't love us. Nope. They don't. Stop. Because they don't get Stop us. Stop taping for don't these people stand that the don't companies. love you. Stop it. Support the wrestlers. And when you say that this is a place for black wrestlers, the wrestlers don't feel that way like Will. Listen to the wrestlers. Stop we're talking about to AEW podcasters too. We're not capping and, for and writers right that are now. capping for this company because they've watched it their entire lives and they don't want to watch nothing else. Stop it. Stop. And, and, and look, this, this is part of the reason why I say um, when I talked about why uh, you're going to be disappointed if your entire wrestling basis is on uh, social issues and political leanings. There's a reason I say that. Who was the Trump organization's biggest donor in the year of 2016? Anybody? Any guesses? WWE? World Wrestling Entertainment. Not just Vince McMahon, not Linda McMahon. World Wrestling Entertainment. The company. (laughs) Meaning your dollars that you spent on WWE products, and I have a hard time wrapping my my head around that. The dollars you have spent on WWE products directly went to the Trump organization. They were the biggest I had the donor. WWE network from day one until they went to Peacock and all yeah, my money you, went to that orange. If you Cheeto, have a WWE bitch, subscription, if you bought belts like I did, now granted this this was made by a really talented belt maker that is not an actual WWE belt, but I wanted something uh, really well well done. Anyway, um but if you buy WWE products just recognize that Simply just talking about, well, you know, I don't support Raquel Gonzalez because, you know, and I'm not going to follow her on social media. But the fact is, there's a lot to wrap your head around when it comes to um, the whole organization helped fund those four years. Uh, the the entire company, not just the McMahons. It wasn't out of the uh, personal one pocket. Of the, As an organization. His wife worked for them. Yeah, his, his wife, wife did. And, yeah, and, and, and we can talk about the McMahons themselves. But as an organization, the company was the biggest donor to the Trump Foundation or the Trump Organization in 2016. The biggest, hands down. Their biggest donor was World Wrestling Entertainment. So just know that. There's, there's, it, it, that company. If there's there, lines, you got to know where the lines are. <laughs> and I mean, that it, company. It, it, isn't, it isn't just them. It isn't just mm-hmm. them. It is, it is no. across the board. No. It's, yes. So again, that's yeah. why I'm saying don't support you companies. Support don't support wrestlers. companies. Support, support wrestlers. wrestlers. It's the same way. And that's the way I look at it. Now, um, there's some more super chats. There's a lot of super chats. Uh, We got Van Twinblade said Swerve, Keith Lee, Top Dollar, B-Fab versus Mick Outlaw, Technical Difficulties at 2D Lynn. Um, Again, a couple of them, I'm not all that interested in seeing uh, Hit Row. as, as we want Shane Strickland by hit, himself. Hit, hit, that's hit that's Rose, where we're gone. ending. I saw, it, them, I saw them Let say, it hey, it's, it's uh, Shane Taylor promotions versus Hit Row. No, we're not doing that. Shane Strickland is out of here. They can do that, but Shane Strickland is not going to be there. Yeah, that's not what with Shane Strickland. Saying. Uh, Ryan yeah. Sullivan said, oh, my God, Will Washington face turn. Uh, Ooh, we had Tremaine said, WWE had me on the Kool-Aid, had me thinking WCW was the bad product. Um, they at least put people on TV and wanted to entertain fans and cared about pro wrestling and didn't make Booker T look like a fool. No, here's what WCW did. They just, they became bad very quickly and you noticed faster. Whereas WWE yeah. did it over time uh, and uh, to the point of where you didn't notice, you just looked up one day and were like, what am I watching? 
Um, whereas like yep. WCW did it so quickly in such a short amount of time. Like Nitro was only on the air for six years, and in six years it went from right. being the best wrestling product out there to like what is happening to here to like oh this is fun again <laughs> to like oh my god this is awful. All of that happened mm-hmm. in six years. Um, we have Jack right. Murphy. He said uh, I haven't watched WWE since Royal Rumble, and before that it was two years probably. Watching AEW plus Japanese companies is the right move when you have limited time to watch. Uh, again, yep. watch what appeals to you because yep. I like AEW, but I like AEW because it's a product that um, does cater to me as a wrestling fan. Uh, they're exactly. definitely a fan servicey product. Um, and that's not to say I'm that I'm PWG I, young boy. So of course I love AEW. Like uh, they do everything <laughs> that I want. They are that, they do it because, for me. They're for but, me. That, and that's what I say. I say, don't support the company, support the product that is for you. And if the product yeah. isn't for you anymore, don't support it anymore. Show them Easy. that you want what product you want, and that is why I I I use my viewing habits. I use my money to support what I want to see. Um, and that's Ryan why we says, need a new I, weekend too. I'm t- I want WrestleMania weekend to be. I want to associate the best wrestling weekend of the year with another with something else. I would love to as well. Uh, WWE was my most toxic relationship. I left them. Uh, and oh, God. Uh, James says, I feel like uh, I'm gonna go back, bring up something from the past that gutted me as an old Fed fan. Booker getting done uh, wrong at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, and you know, my biggest disappointment in that is the way Booker T is just like, Well, you know, it, it, it's all wrestling, I got paid, so what does it matter? <laughs> and it's like, it's like shut the fuck up like as a fan i hated seeing that how does booker not Whoa. understand that fun, as- guys. I- i'm glad you guys enjoy the show I- <laughs> oh man this is it like as a fan like how how does booker let us be mad about this dude he yeah did not let us hey, be man. mad about this he's like I know. it was fine <laughs> he's like look i got paid so what does it matter and it's like we didn't get paid for that we had to watch it we had to see you we had get to told. Pay. yeah we had to pay to watch you get told that um oh people like here. you people like you uh with your nappy hair and your suckers you're here to amuse me you're here to make me laugh that wasn't supposed to be nothing else when people say oh that was supposed to have racial undertones what is nappy hair shut the fuck up you know what that was supposed to mean <laughs> and so, yeah, and then exactly. on top of that, the I could even, said I got a check. It's fine. Yeah, and then on top of that, I could even live with that having happened, because people say that kind of shit in real life. But usually, if you're going to tell that kind of story, the racist should lose. The racist should be the, racism should racism happens. So if you're telling the story of racism, as long as the oppressed triumph, like nobody to. It, any movie out there that's been about racism, you never tell the story of the times where the racist won. That sucks. Nobody wants that. And that empowers racists to feel like, okay, there's going to be victories in that. You don't want that story Like what happen. happened yesterday. We don't talk about real news, but like that same situation just happened. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. That's not a story to tell. You're not going to see the Kyle Rittenhouse yeah. movie made because that's not a story right. anybody wants to have told again. Um, and you might, though. Netflix don't fuck around. No, Netflix ain't going to take that shit. You know that. Uh, But either way, uh, let's see. Uh, Ken says, I've never understood the logic behind thinking AEW doesn't have black main eventers, so black main eventers shouldn't go there. They need them. I agree. That's the thing is 
okay, if works. you see it as <laughs> AEW doesn't have black main eventers, you should see it as look if you find more if, black wrestlers. See, because that's the way I see it. I see it as um, AEW is books the show that I want to see. It is a in-ring based product, and I like the wins and losses. I like the way stats matter. I like the way that they have long-term storytelling. And to me, I see it as okay that Kenny Omega and um, and Hangman Adam Page story was an excellent story. I want to see a story told like that with black wrestlers. So to me, I'm like, right. okay, I, I, I want, this is what I want to see for black wrestlers. I want to see, and that's why I'm so enthusiastic when I see somebody like Leo Rush having the matches he's having. Um, because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, now I'm getting to see black talent doing the things that I've gotten to see all these other guys do for so long for these last two years. So right. that's the way I look mm-hmm. at it. We have Tremaine who says, um, WWE, uh, everybody say what's up. Ron Killings is NWA champion. Crime time. New Day started as a gospel group. Vince said the word to John Cena. Um, and yeah, uh, that, that's another thing. I mean, is- listen, we're going we're gonna to put this out there too because some people are like, oh, the rap thing doesn't work. Hey, John Cena went on the run that made him a world champion as a hip hop, with a hip hop inspired gimmick. What happened with uh, when a black group did it? They were released within two months. What did that tell you? And JJHF or FHJ uh, says, uh, honestly, Impact has a pretty good track record with black wrestlers. MVP Lashley was incredible in Impact. Kenny King, Moose, yeah, that's not what we're saying. They've had they've had a run. Yeah, look, I I don't want to knock Impact. Okay, I don't want to knock Impact, and I don't want to knock their ability to to book. Um, certain demographics because again they do great with women's wrestlers and yes they have had a great track record with black wrestlers here's my only knock great that's probably kind of a stretch i say a good good <laughs> great okay. sounds Here, kind of here's <laughs> here's my only knock against impact when i see people say things like oh i want to see this wrestler go to impact hey don't go to aew don't go to wwe go to impact this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book Take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. I feel like 
for a lot of people that don't nobody work. watch that show. Yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> I was gonna feel them by a nice circle. No, don't say it nice to them. Watch that show. I mean, these people. I was trying to be diplomatic, right? No, and I mean, listen, and listen, right. I watch, watch, I watch Impact, but I know, I know, I know, I catch Impact on occasion. Um, but I do agree, Reg is right. Nobody's watching, Tell and the thing is, wa- like, so like when somebody says to me, they're like, uh, "Hey, wouldn't you want to see Swerve um, go to Impact?" And I'm like, no. "Nah, because I want to see Swerve make money." And like, here's the thing, um, I want to see, see him Swerve. on TV. I want to see him on TV. I want to see him making money, <laughs> and uh, it's there's there's a little more, there's a few more facts to it. I want to see him in front of big crowds, like. It, it's yes. not just paper. Like if it were as simple as if it were as simple as all wrestling companies on the same playing field, yeah, fine. But it's not the case. That is not, not the way it works. I, mean, uh, it, I don't want to say swerve on a bunch of twi- uh, taped episodes. Like there's a bunch of things. Here, like you gotta just thing, like not, come on. It's not even about who watches what. Um, wrestlers do not go from WWE. That was pretty to Impact. A lot of people step up from Impact to go to WWE. Going backwards is not the right. way. You should be moving forward. Nah. Uh, shout out to yes. Mac. And thank you, Mac. And Will, I've been listening to you for the past 14 years or so. That's what happens. I know. It's peer pressure. He got on a podcast with two, with two brothers with dreads. And, you know, it was this week. It was, it was honestly this week that was just like, you know what? Gloves no, are this off is now. A very, I've tried to be. I've tried to be this nice. This is a very close. Like this, personally, this story with Shane, Shane Strickland is like personal. It's close to us. So like, it is. It no, is. It's very different personal. than any other story. It's different than you know anything what? else. That was supposed to be the number five story, and like we got twenty minutes left. <laughs> so oh here's my the deal. God, we we got. <laughs> we're gonna speed through these next ones. We got to speed through these next ones. I knew this was gonna happen, and that's why I moved this one up to the top because this should have been the number one story. But uh, so um, talking about Dynamite and Rampage really quick. Um, the the things we specifically wanted to talk about were the the tag match uh, from Dynamite this past week, which saw uh, Leo Rush and uh, Dante Martin uh, face off against the Acclaimed. Uh, I thought this was absolute fire. Um, I thought that. I'm going to start this by saying Anthony Bowens is incredible. Oh, my God. That guy can do everything in the ring. He is great, a great pro wrestler. I just want to say Anthony Bowens, incredible showings this past two months, these past years. Ever since you've been on the roster, you've been killing it. Yeah, yeah, those four guys was working, man. Like, they, they, all four of those guys looked great in that match, but, man. Mm-hmm. Leo from presentation down to the theme song, which he did. Oh, the theme song yeah. is, is is fire. Yep, it's theme. coming out and, and doing Leo what he does Rush. best, and just like, oh my god, he, he's he's a he's a superhero out there, bro. And just seeing how well Dante is treated continues to be one of the best things of the year for me. Dante's season has been full effect. Everybody wants this man from acclaimed to whatever other stable that has approached him. Uh, Team Taz, I mean, I said it when we were on Public Enemy Podcast, but he's the only man in the company that Malachi Black respects. He's the only one mm-hmm. that he's shown respect for on the entire roster. That means something. It's off to the races with this guy. And, and it's working. Like, that's the other thing, too, is oh, that it's when working. them crowds were chanting, yeah, let's right. go, Dante, I was like, mm-hmm. okay. You know who he Ooh. reminds me of right now? Dante Martin to me is Black Jeff Hardy, except way cleaner. Because uh, mm. what I mean by that mm. is um, age. 
People forget Jeff Hardy made his debut at 16 yeah. in WWE because he lied about his age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they let him go on TV at 16. Uh, and so when he became hot, he was like 22, he was 21. Like, he was like, like 20, was, 21. Yeah. yeah. Like Jeff mm-hmm. Hardy was super young when he got as hot as he did, which is why here we are 20 years later. He's still cooking because he's only, what, 41? Uh, mm-hmm. And so there, that's... That's what happened with Jeff Hardy. And knowing that Dante yep. Martin is as young as he is, um, and, and that's the other reason I compared him to Jeff Hardy, because he's a younger brother, because it was uh, Jeff Hardy had Matt as his older brother, but at the end of the day, Jeff was the right. one that everybody attached to. Um, and there's a lot I can see there. Uh, and uh, the other thing from Dynamite um, was a lot of stuff happened on Dynamite. Uh, Brian yeah. Danielson turned heel. Uh, and, and it's one of those heel turns where it doesn't even have to remain a heel turn because, uh, Mm -mm. it's one of those things where like Brian is in his bag right now because he's undefeated because he wants the world title. He's going to run through all these members of the dark order. And for anybody who's like, well, I wasn't ready to boo, uh, Brian Danielson. You know, what's cool. If he loses to hangman, that's his check. It's like, damn. Right. Like he can, he could take a step back and kind of go, uh, shit. You know, I, I've been an asshole and uh, I because I thought I was on fire and this man just put me in my place. Like then all of a sudden you got your Brian Danielson back. Like it, it could right be a temporary. Th- it. Yeah, it's temp- it could be a temporary thing because the fact is it's working and he's going to be facing Cole Cabana in Chicago at the Wintrust Arena um, on Wednesday. Uh, Phil, are you in the building or what? Um, not official yet, but I'm trying to be in because <laughs> um, it's a crazy we, show. If, we, crazy if show. we're getting punk, if we're getting a punk promo against MJF, I will be there. Well, we got the punk match against QT Marshall. I don't know uh, what because well, at least mm. they want to give him the win. In a, you know, they're trying <laughs> to give him a big choice. moment. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, if it's if it's a match with QT Marshall, I'm assuming it's to make it a short match to make room for right. the promo. <laughs> yeah. And that's right. why I yeah I will be there if if that's what we're getting. Uh, um, and and honestly, just like. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm interested in seeing because it's uh, like really sold out. Like that's and Wintrust mm-hmm. is a good arena. I uh, you know, a lot of people look at it because it's not Allstate, which is crazy because Allstate's old, like really old. Allstate's very old, old and it's very far. It's not in the city. It's not yeah. Chicago. It's Rosemont. It's it's not in the right. city. Um, so right. like mm-hmm. Wintrust is in the middle of the city. Um, yeah, and that also, arena's. All, I, I looked it up. That arena was built in 2017. Like that's yeah. that mm. that's like. One of the newer arenas, like in America, um, Shot Town yeah. homie's about to be hot on Wednesday. <laughs> it's, it's, it's also the home of the WNBA champion, Chicago Sky. Yeah, Shot <laughs> um, Town. Yeah, I will say the Sky is the reason I uh, um, watched the WNBA uh, in the first place. Um, on, Candace Parker, man. Yeah. How could you not? You know, my daughter auditioned for uh, a commercial. Uh, for NBA 2K20 to play young Candace Parker. She didn't get it. Wow. But, um, uh, and, and for everybody who saw me texting earlier in the show, I was looking down because I literally got another um, uh, text for an audition coming up, and my daughter's got an acting class that I got to leave for here in 20 minutes. Let's go, so, baby. I thought so, that was Swerve. I thought Swerve was, I was like, 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 yo, hey, chill, chill, yo, chill, chill, yeah. chill. Nah, <laughs> no. chill, chill. So if anybody was wondering, it was literally like <laughs> acting gigs coming through for my daughter um, because she's pretty good. Uh, which is funny because this is only there's been a thing going on a year. I love it was it. literally like a year ago. She mm-hmm. was just like, I I think I want to be on TV like Uncle David, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and I'm like, this will be something that passes. <laughs> uh, so let me just 
you know, humor this uh, like any dad should. And then sure enough, now all of a sudden um, people are calling like, hey, she needs to audition for this. She needs to audition for this. And all of a sudden I'm an acting dad. Uh, so Let's go, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And... I mean, so, her uncle's a living yeah, legend, right? acting know. living legend. So we lit. Hey, we lit. Uh, and I you know what? Uh, picture in the auditions, like, hey, this my uncle. I know y'all seen it before. You see Family you know, Matters? Have yeah, you seen hey, Family Matters? Parenthood is now on. <laughs> the Parenthood is now on HBO, which is funny because he plays. Let's short, go, baby. He played Short Fuse Ricky on the Parenthood, and it's so funny because like people still remember that. Like I see people with usernames on Twitter that's like Short Fuse Ricky, and like people remember Short Fuse Ricky because you know he was dude who. Um, he was good up until you pissed him off, and all of a sudden he had a short fuse. Uh, it's so short fuse, uh, Ricky. It's your fuse uh, Ricky. <laughs> hey, and while, while we're at it, still on the AEW train, like man, gotta give you know Velvet and Jay Cargill their credit. Every time the they have matches together, about. they have great chemistry. They they look great. I mean, you can I, see I like their people, match. Yeah, I see people call Jay Green all the time, but I feel like she has had her better matches with Red Velvet, and that's a credit to how good Red Velvet Definitely. is, in my opinion. Yeah, Red Velvet's um, tremendous. I oh, love Red Velvet. Good. Yeah, I know people like to to dig Red Velvet because like there's been a spot here or two that hasn't worked out, but like it's that, that, but because you that's know wrestling. that's because it's but that's people who like to look at like gifts and stuff, and it's like if you're basing right. your entire opinion on somebody on like single moments and not like like Red Velvet could have you know, a burner of a match. And she's had a lot of them, right? Uh, but then people look at, like, one moment and they're like, ah, oh, look at Red Velvet. But no, nah, Red Velvet's fine, right. man. I love I, Red Velvet. No, right. I like Red Velvet because she's, uh, she goes for, she's like, there's like a, sometime in wrestlers, there's like a, especially newer wrestlers, like a timid thing and like, moment, like, no, she's fluid, she goes for it and she's a really, really good talent, man. She's gonna get better and better every time, but she's already improved tremendously, like, just yeah, this year. I, so. I actually think she should be the first woman to give Jade a loss eventually. I, right. I think she That'd should be, cool. be the one. Um, Let's see. L.A. Alexander. Stories uh, being told says, already. Uh, A.K.A. Neutral Handshake. The difference between Black Prospects and AEW and WWE. In AEW, it is clear that they want to build. WWE wants to extract that simple. Ooh. Okay. It's a good way to look at it. Um, Jester Design says, uh, Bowens, uh, you're a virgin, Leo, I got three kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's funny. Because, like, you know, it's fu- it, it, that's such a great comeback. Because at the end it of the is. day, calling somebody a virgin, you know, it's whatever. That's it's yeah. a solid insult. Because uh, somebody uh, tweeted at me, and, like, my picture on Twitter, my header, is of me and my kids. And somebody was like... <laughs> And they uh, look like you, dude. Yeah, and, and they like were like, uh, they're like, ah, oh, look at this virgin. And I was like, I will have you know, I have had sex at least twice. All right. <laughs> and I can prove that. <laughs> it is what it is, bro. My seed is out in the world. Yeah, it's like, I can at least on, prove, tw- I can at least prove two times. Uh, <laughs> two times. Yeah. Two times. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Brendan says uh, that match was awesome in every way. Even the pose on the ramp with Leo and Dante was cool. Dude, Leo uh, and Dante are on fire. Leo's an actual superhero. The gear, the music, yeah. the flying, the so da, fast. Oh, my da, God. Da, He's da, incredible. So da, good, man. Da, da, da. Yeah, when they I'm get at Leo, Leo Rush action figures, they're sold out of the stores, yeah. man. Come on. <laughs> hey, man. No, and this is the run I've wanted to see Leo Rush go on. Uh, and I'm right. so glad it's happening. 
Uh, Leo might see. skip the line of uh, of like being the first Black World Champion AEW man because he this or momentum is just gonna keep building yeah or, or at mm-hmm. least you know at minimum like this momentum is gonna build every time he's on TV so it's gonna be super dope to see what happens. Uh, Aiden says uh, I uh, I was so late I'm just catching up to Reggie's rant on uh, WWE and y'all have helped Man, you trying to get WWE to come after me. Not to watch Survivor Series, can't support this trash. Uh, Don't watch that shit. Hey man, watch, watch what you want, man. Yeah, just, watch what you, you know. want. Um, and uh, let's see, Knight talking about uh, going back to Impact, I only watch for the knockouts, nothing else. Mercedes and Mickey is tonight. It's going to be That's going to be dope. Um, yeah. So Colt says red velvet steam got me twerking in the nosebleeds. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up. Shout out to Mikey Ruckus uh, <laughs> on that one. And yeah, so uh, our number three topic, we're not going to say much on. You're going to have to wait for that one. Mm-hmm. Number three, talking about terminus. Yeah, there is yeah. a. It's it's so new. That's the reason why we're not going to say so well, much on it. But also, there's let's a big go, baby. It's incredible time. There's a big interview coming out. That, so this is basically mm-hmm. promo mode. Big interview coming out on yeah. Fightful this Monday with Baron Black um, and uh, Gresham. It'll Somebody be, here talked to Baron Black too, right? I spoke to Baron Phil? Black yesterday. Uh, yes. Ooh, interview will be coming on Daily DDT next week. But Let's because you're here under the Fightful banner, <laughs> we also have to promote that Sean Ross Sapp did speak to the homie and John Gresham. And that interview is dropping Monday, right? Yeah, I think Monday mm-hmm. is when that's yeah. going to drop. And that'll have a lot of details about what's coming up. Uh, so be excited about that. Because, uh, again, um, we're talking about promotions and companies and projects that that uh, we talk about caring about us as far as who you are as a black wrestling Black fan. owned. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, and yeah. Uh, we said support black owned. If that's truly what it mm-hmm. means to you, like if – you're like, I want to support black wrestlers, so I'm going to give WWE my money. That makes no sense. But yeah. if you're like, uh, I, mean, for, I want to support. What I, oh, from what ahead. I heard, it's just one show. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's, this is just a yeah, show so far. for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. again, like, All In was just a show. You know, I mean, if if we put yeah, support behind this thing, and it, you know, uh, it could turn into something bigger. Yes. Mm-hmm. Regardless, uh, it's going to be in Atlanta, so there's going to be a ton of super talented wrestlers. They both, Jonathan Gresham's, you know, I already said best wrestler in the world. Baron Black's been around a bunch of great, talented wrestlers. So, you know, the roster is going to be fired. This card is going to be insane. This show's going to be crazy, you guys. Yeah. It's going to be something different. They're coming at it a different way. The hype video they release is getting a lot of tread online. So, like, I'm excited to hear that interview because I'm I want to learn more myself. Yep. So, support. And yeah, definitely support your boy as well because, uh, yep. It'll be coming out here soon. Um, and then we've it's got hard. one thing I wanted to talk about. Um, so I've talked about full gear at nauseum. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, but the thing that came out yesterday that kind of changed the conversation around full gear is Dave Meltzer's star ratings. Sprinkle some stars. Sprinkle a little stars. Sprinkle some stars. All right. I'm going to say this when it comes to to Meltzer. Um, Personally, I have learned over the last few years that I, me and Dave Meltzer actually see wrestling very similarly. I noticed that uh, he's very predictable in that I noticed, like, if I'm, like, really feeling a match, I can look up and go, I bet you Dave Meltzer is going to come around on this one. Like, uh, he's going to 
see it pretty positively. And like uh, when the three of us, we were on Public Enemies podcast, I was pretty much the only one who was like, you know, Full Gear like was really like all around a great show. It all delivered. And then uh, sure enough, uh, Dave Meltzer hands out all these like super high ratings to all these matches. But I think, and then of course, because everybody uh, takes Dave as gospel, um, it, of course, even Mark's- though every day they say, don't, don't do this. Don't listen to Dave Meltzer. Don't listen to Dave Meltzer. So why are you guys arguing about Dave Meltzer? Then I don't right. get it. You said you're not <laughs> listening to him. Yeah. And so uh, I think it's important to recognize a couple things. One, yes, it's one man's opinion. Uh, he's this been doing cool. it. He's been doing it the longest. So yeah, that's why there is, uh, there's a little more weight behind it. You know, cage match has a, a literal column uh for dave Meltzer star ratings uh so yeah i get that's why there's so much weight behind it um the other thing though is because the thing people are pointing out is that like the six man uh falls count anywhere match got uh five stars and they're like so you mean that got five stars mm, that's a but, little high dave that's but a little like, high dave well hold on because they're like that match got nicholas five stars. and Mad- maximus jackson are in that match <laughs> maximus that's why. Uh, but they're like, but you mean to tell me that Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker didn't get five stars or Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle? Yeah, see, I hate uh, when people like, say name that. Naming yeah. all these historic matches. I'll say this. Five stars doesn't really have the same weight today in a world where seven stars exists. Like, all of a sudden, now that right, seven exactly. star, now that you've given a match seven stars, I feel like five stars is now lower on the scale like because at this point now you've now said mm-hmm. best match that you've ever seen was a seven star match between okada seven stars and, yeah okada yeah. and um but and to Kenny. be fair it's not like he's handing out a lot of five star matches to women's matches he's not like, he's still not really he's yeah, still yeah. Not doing yes that. he did give one uh but yeah no. there's but at the end of the day that's true but I, I guess i'm just looking at it on the scale of like uh there wasn't a seven star match when uh when Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels took place. So like relatively, right. I wouldn't have given that match five stars uh if five was the best possible match. Wouldn't have. Right. But um if seven is now our best possible match, yeah, in hindsight, <laughs> Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels probably five stars right Shawn so, Michaels has a bunch of five stars like if so, we come down to it you know? right and so in hindsight and I think the only match I think Dave's given two Shawn Michaels matches five stars I think Razor is one of them and Undertaker Hell in a Cell is the other one um mm-hmm. yeah and so but regardless look man y'all can't get in these debates like these huge hot no. ass debates over star ratings because like Mm-mm. at the end of the day my favorite match on the show wasn't his favorite match my favorite match on the show was mjm right. and darby um i love that mm-hmm. match and i thought that had the best story and i look forward to the day that those two can can close out the show in main event um because i think mm-hmm. they're uh, they showed that they're gonna have it together one day um if not right. now like if you if like all of a sudden, everybody just like randomly tore their quad, like Hunter, uh, doing a clothesline, and all of a sudden, it's like we need these two guys to main event. Wouldn't feel two ways about it. Uh, but yeah. as far as the star ratings to me are concerned, uh, I feel like you can't look at five stars today the way you did before. Yeah. Um, him anyway. I feel like 
nobody else should would break their scale because that's just silly. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. you wouldn't see IGN give a game like an eleven out of ten because they're like, well, yeah. this game is better this game than the is last. Super hot. Right. This game is super I mean, hot. It's better than the last ten out of ten game we played. So there, we have to give this one a twelve. Like that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't do and that. I mean, at the end of the day, it's wrestling. If you don't agree with Meltzer's opinions, don't subscribe to his to to looking at his five star ratings. The same thing right. I said earlier about corporations don't care about us. They don't look at they don't look at at wrestling the same way that we do, and they don't look at things that appeal to us the same way. He's he's what right. he's doing is looking at what appeals to him, and right, and that's exactly what it is. It's it's mad subjective. Mm-hmm. You do not have to agree with this man. Yeah, you don't. Uh, and Alexander says, uh, as somebody who regularly disagrees with Big Dave, I am fascinated that all the people who call him a hack know his precise opinion about everything. Um, right. Like, this yeah, guy sucks. You... Don't listen to him. But I know every all of his backstory. Well, yeah. Are you listening to him? Yes or no? I don't I mean, know. What's going hey, on? Hey, man, don't, don't pay attention to his star ratings. Don't look at clips from That's his it. show. Just don't do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've been a long time right. observer subscriber. I've been subscribed for a long time because um, really up until um, – we're going to point down here at, at the logo uh, uh, because really up until uh, Fightful and Fightful Select really kind of took over mm-hmm. as being the the leader in breaking wrestling news. Um, I, I liked getting the inside scoop. And so, yeah, I was an Observer subscriber for many, many years. And uh, I still am because it, was new, a- it renews once a year. Meltzer out the pay. Hey, SRS. I, yeah, but SRS <laughs> has been breaking the news. And honestly, before I joined Fightful, I was a Fightful Select subscriber. Come on, man. So. Start, start the SRS star rating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, uh, SRS. We need that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, he says Melton needs to bring back that mullet he was rocking on Donahue. That was five stars. On Donahue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's up, Matt? Of course you would make a Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wow. Donahue joke. That's hilarious. All right. Uh, and the final, final story. I can't believe we got through all these in time. Um, and you know what? There ain't a whole lot of time we got to spend on this. What is it? Oh, God. Not more <laughs> WWE. I forgot what the number one topic was. Oh, yes. Uh, it's coming up tomorrow night uh, on the <sighs> old Peacock uh, WWE Survivor Series. Um, and we are going to see a uh, a whole lot of matches. Um, I said I'm this. Say some positive things about it today. How about that? The women's yeah. Survivor Series match looks pretty hot. I think that's going to be pretty good. The the five on five women's match has some good talent in it. It should be pretty hot. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. that. Um, I mean, I, I'll say this. Uh, our public enemies. I gave my prediction that SmackDown could win until they made it uh, Tony Storm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not a knock on Tony Storm. It's a knock on how WWE views Tony Storm. Uh, to right. Which I'm like, okay, Raw's winning. Uh, wow. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Wow. Uh, No faith in Tony Storm. And and to me, it's like, okay, if it were somebody that I could see WWE wanting to protect, like when Phil had predicted it'd be Asuka in that spot, I was like, okay, then I could see SmackDown winning that because that's somebody that, you know, WWE wants in there strong. But being somebody that WWE has had no problem just sending out there and having their shoulders pinned to the mat in two, three-minute matches, oh, no, Tony Storm uh, is... Remember what we were saying earlier about how hot Shane was when he signed? Remember mm-hmm. how hot Tony was when she signed? I mean, she was everywhere. Yeah. Overseas, everywhere. And now, yep. I don't know what's going on. Nothing. Yeah. Nope. It's, it's you know, the other day of- we were talking about Charlotte with the uh, uh-oh. I didn't know what Charlotte the uh-oh thing was, and I saw that last night. Charlotte, what the hell are you? Uh, what is this? Uh-oh. What was that? What was that? <laughs> 
What was it that? It's the only thing I remember that? from that episode of SmackDown, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess so. I uh, guess so, uh, but that was weird, Charlotte. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what that was. Now, I'll say this about the show. Um, if WWE could have something, because uh, <laughs> I, I WWE pay-per-views, for the most part, especially when the build is, is, uh, is kind of trash, um, the show can tend to come together because luckily they have talented guys. It's going to be a guys. good show. They can they, do that. They have talented yeah, they guys, right? And, and a lot of apologists are going to turn around and go, see, everybody was down on this show, but it turned out fine. Oh, yeah, because oh, they have great, because they, they have great talent. Like it ain't about the, just make me care about it is the only thing that I'm worried about. Um, exactly. But that said, I, I will say this. This is the most positive thing I could say here. And it's an if. If WWE comes through as all the signs are pointing to them doing so and big e beats roman because you're not taking the title off of him you know for a fact that roman is i i, I see reg give me the look um if dwayne is showing up there's no way in the world that big e's getting the victory. Showing if that because everyone's like dwayne 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 Look, they're if, just trying really hard. WWE's just like, say his name five million times, maybe he'll show up. He's not showing up, you guys. He has a movie. Like, he has money. He, he got, don't need he job. Got he got it, better things to do. Look, if <laughs> like Big E feels like right there. He, he I, his reign has come through for me in ways that I didn't think it was going to. Um, but as I said on Public Enemies this week, I feel like he still feels a little secondary. I think mm-hmm. you can fix that if he uh, defeats. Roman Reigns, if he is the guy to pin his shoulders to the mat. Because the cool thing is, Roman doesn't have any viable challengers on... Honestly, they're going to have to do another draft before we see if he has another viable challenger. Because nobody on the SmackDown roster feels like he's he has one. So, it's very clear. Like, where's WrestleMania going if The Rock's not here? Who's he going like, to wrestle? He has Brock no Le- He's going to wrestle Brock challenger. again. They already announced oh, that Brock's going to be at, uh, at the... Smackdown coming up in uh at the Staples Center. So like they're already gonna re-kick off the Brock uh the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns feud. He's facing Brock at WrestleMania in a rematch. Uh so like clearly there's no viable challengers. Nobody new stepping up for Roman Reigns. So at this point, Roman Reigns ain't losing the title anytime soon. So you don't have to take the title off of him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the rub of Roman Reigns hasn't lost, hasn't been pinned to the mat in two years can go to somebody without taking the title off of him. And at this point, I think the best thing they could do is Big E being that guy. And if they do that, and I feel like the way Roman got over on Xavier this past week and the way they crushed his crown last night, which, by the way, if you can't even get over on children, and my seven-year-old son was like... (laughs) Was that he was? My son was like, "Was that made of?" He's like, "That didn't even look like plastic. That looked like cardboard." When uh, <laughs> when oh, the crown got, got the stepped King on, crown out there. Yeah, like when he stepped on it, Billy was Billy, a seven year old boy, was like, shout, metal, shout out to Billy. He was like, metal wouldn't just like break like that. Like it would maybe bend, but that don't look like a real crown, Dad. And I was like, Man. "Yeah, I know. I probably would have maybe." That put a little bit more. That don't look like Burger King. Yeah, it's like yeah, I would put a little bit more to the budget. <laughs> but either like way, the way they got over on Xavier this week, and the way they got over on Big E, and the way that it just feels like uh, 
the the bloodline keeps getting over on the new day i feel like ultimately the new day has to come out victorious and yes. the way that they do is big e is the guy to pin roman reigns i by the way now that you said that shout out to my man chris ely from the nwa podcast because when i talked to him he said man i feel like all of this stuff with xavier is a setup for him to be humiliated by somebody else and that's exactly what happened he was right and well, so yeah. i mean shout out to my guy chris, chris ely. shout out chris yep shout out, uh, chris. shout out also by the way to um to austin creed to xavier woods uh if anybody's been following the g4 relaunch uh He's been he's been all over. He's, he's out there attack. and his element. He's on attack of the show. Uh, and you know, during the commercial break, he gave a shout out to Kenny Omega, uh, and that was cool uh, because during the commercial breaks, um, where it's airing on like terrestrial TV, they're doing commercial breaks like full on. But uh, on YouTube and stuff, they're just showing like a um, they're just playing music, and you can just see them on the set, and they all have like a little whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And he wrote "Get Well Soon, Kenny" and put it up on the screen, and. Uh, Amen. That's the thing about the wrestling industry. These guys all love each other. It, it is all love. There's maybe a few people who are like truly on the outs with others, but for the most part, it is all love in in the industry. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I think as all three of us have had great conversations with pro wrestlers, they they don't feel uh, as especially as as loyal or as tribal to companies. As, as not you, at all. They just want to uh, wrestle, man. They're like, they I'm getting this bad. Yeah, I want to wrestle, get paid for it, and have fun. That's really yeah. what it all hey, comes man. down to. And not it. Not that you say it. Give Give Kenny Omega his flowers, man. Give, yeah, give this man his flowers, oh, man. He, he's had a fantastic year. He did all of this hurt. I mean, to really think that he did that exploding barbed wire death unreal with Vertigo is nuts. Give this unreal. man his credit. Like, I I don't care if you didn't enjoy his run as champion, but man. The the stuff that he's done this year has been incredible. Give him his credit, man. Yeah, and, and the Omega, fact that like one of the greatest of all time. The fact that he held on as long as he did, because ultimately the goal was get Hangman over, and it was like you know because he probably had the match taking place at All Out, probably would have been gone like mm-hmm. immediately after All Out. And the fact that it was like right. Hangman's got to go have this baby, and therefore uh, he's going to take some time off. Um, and that means that Kenny's got to hold on three more months without getting looked at, without having his evaluations for his shoulders, for his hernia, for all of that stuff. Like, my man. God. Shout out shout out to Kenny Omega, man. Yeah. Shout out, shout to, out Kenny. to Kenny Omega. A um, couple more super chats, and then I got to hit the road. Uh, Tremaine <laughs> says, uh, number one topic is redacted. Let's not worry about it. Good luck. We'll see you redacted. next week. Uh, no, nah, we gotta talk about it. Uh, I mean, and, we, we barely talked about it, so yeah, yeah. yeah and LA Alexander <laughs> says, uh, Woods claims uh, that props don't make a king, then promptly charges the ring to save a uh, plastic party suit crowd <laughs> and promptly gets his tail whooped three to one. Right, I know that, that was oh, silly, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, it Come was party on. city, no! like. Not my crown. Yeah, it was like Wish or Amazon. Like that was like one of those. Come on, uh, bro. Hey, I, hey, I need a crown like delivered tomorrow, so I'm gonna just do the the cheap one on Amazon. I I hope they he comes back with like King a Waller crown, bro. Yeah. I hope he comes back with like a video game reference crown. Like he comes back with like a Minecraft crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or something. Too, but, <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. the thing that they crushed, um, it didn't even look so bad until they crushed it, and then all of a sudden, it's right. just like the way it shattered. It's like, come on, man. Well, I mean, and didn't they they, dest- they destroyed Corbin's crown, and he got it designed to the one that he wore for most of his time yeah. as you know king. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that's what this is. He's going to come. That's back what with this a is. Cooler looking so. crown. 
But mm-hmm. hey, everybody, this was a very fun, very excellent edition of Grapsity. I hope it was everything you guys were waiting for. Uh, I think <laughs> because uh, it was, we, yeah, this was an excellent show. Uh, thank you for being with us. Uh, one more, hey, what's up, Shanika? She says, hey. uh, uh, all that uh, with the spinning ring, Kenny forever. Telling you how? Yo, how did he do? How? Hey, yep. hey, man, hey, wrestling is so hard. Listen, if this was your last episode because you didn't appreciate certain things that, uh, you know, we said today, we had a good run. We no. love you. We appreciate you. Hey, no, honestly, oh. honestly, the, the numbers, the, the number, you know, men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. Numbers don't. Uh, uh, and they spell disaster for you. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> renting next week. Next week, I'm going to have all nice things to say about everybody. It's going to be flowers and butterflies. I'm going to make all five topics. talk about I'm, the fucking WWE. No, I'm going to make all five topics WWE just to make Reg have to be oh. nice. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm going to be like Survivor Ooh. Series match one, Survivor Series match two, Raw. <laughs> Let's specifically talk about gender and shame. Oh, and from here. Oh, which, which, by the Please way, don't. we didn't say it. NXT that, 2.0, like it's gonna be. Yeah, mm. I mean, by the way, we didn't talk about it, but that that gender and shanky thing was awful. That was awful, awful, Whack. Bro. terrible, <laughs> terrible. All right, Trash. y'all. I gotta Garbage. be on the road. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of Grapsity. Uh, and what last one, Tyrone? The Staples Center. You mean Tripping. the Crip? Yep. 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 Not looking good for those late guys, man. Not yep. looking good for the late show. But hey, <laughs> join us next week. We're here noon Eastern, peace, 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, right here at youtube.com slash Fightful for Philip Lindsay for Righteous Reg. I'm Will Washington. We'll see you next time and have a great day. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc